0: Hey Brad, I'm going to try to do this intro in a deep tenor. I wish you would. Do you know why? Because you're a sexy man. Well, I appreciate that. But the actual reason is this, is because uh, my daughter was asking, hey, what's dad about to do? And my wife goes, oh, you know, he's going to do those intros, you know, and he's like, hi, Brad. And I'm like, is that what I sound like? And she's like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> hi, Brad, how you doing? And she went to this like... High, nasally, no. shitty voice. I was like, oh, God. <clears throat> really? Is that how I come into these? I think sometimes, I know what she means. Like, sometimes I come in and try to be a little cute. I'm like, hi, Brad, you know? Like, but, jeez. So I think for this intro, I'm going to... Going to be a man? Yeah, I guess stick to this different tenor, you know? All right. You know what's funny about my voice? I had a really high voice when I was a kid. My mom had a low voice. We used to get confused all the time when people would call our apartment. <laughs> I'd be like, hello. They'd be like, Cheryl? I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck you. I'm a 15 year old boy, you know? <laughs> and because of that, I always thought that I should sing high. Right. And I've never been a great singer. You know what I mean? And somewhere along the line, like a few years ago, I'm just singing along to stuff and I bring it down a couple notches. <laughs> I'm like fuck me. I'm a. I'm like closer to a bass. Yeah, baby. and I should have just been working on this sultry tone the whole time. You know, you're a man. Uh, I didn't <laughs> know. I didn't. there wasn't a man till my mid thirties. You know. I mean, obviously, some people that do this for a living,
1: you know, they probably do. I mean, a lot of people are gifted with an amazing voice, but yeah. even those who are, I, you know, they. They practice and they
0: yeah, like those you know. great radio TV voices. I mean, those are crafted voices, yeah. right? Yeah. Like to some extent. Just, yeah. yeah, you don't just wake up and go. This brought to you by Mitsubishi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've I did I, there was a there was
1: a minute there in my past when I was ended up sort of engineering a lot of
0: voiceover sessions
1: or a few anyway, and it was funny to see these guys come in.
0: You know, especially like the sports kind of guys. Was and, their normal like talking voice when they'd walk in the studio much different from the, the voice they gave you in the yeah, box?
1: They, yeah. I mean, if you listen, you know, you would get introduced and like, it, I wouldn't usually have enough time. But if there was a little more time, they did have sort of a silky, it, they, it was always on to a certain extent. But you wouldn't, if you didn't know it was a voiceover guy, you'd never think anything of yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. But then, you know, the mic
0: comes up and it's like, hello and welcome to
1: ESPN. You know, and they're like, just like, yeah, they turn it on. Shit,
0: man. I really, I got to spend a little more time cultivating this thing. I never never even thought it was something I had to do, you know. I need to smoke. Uh, Take up smoking. I'm getting over some food poisoning. Doing okay. And uh, it was nice to talk to Michael McDermott. I'm Oh, Sorry, boy. you had to listen to two drummers talk for like
1: Dude, this is this is a joy,
0: man. This is a good, <laughs>
1: this is a good
0: convo. I got. This is say. a good one, right? It is a good <laughs> one. Mike's so much fun. It was one of those ones too where, like I said, I had some food poisoning, a lot going on. And you know, I went into this. I'm like, you know, I didn't do like as much research as like I normally do for something like this. Mm. And then I'm like, oh, I'm about to talk to McDermott though. Like all we gotta do is open the door, you know, like <laughs> yeah. have some fun. If you let him walk through, he's gonna tell you some tales, you know. Yeah. Guys guys been around the fuck away. And you know, I met him because I started playing and and being like peers with the bouncing souls when he was the drummer. Right. right. Um, and actually for me, like that's kind of the era of the bouncing souls, like I discovered. So in my head, he was like the only one at first. And then I found out later on about the original drummer, who's actually the older brother of Dr. Neal. I don't know if you know that. I um, did not know that. Yeah. So this all ties together into the pod here. And, you know, and now George Bello, you know, famously of Howard Music and all those bands, is now Bouncing Souls drummer. And that's taken it to an even different place, you know, musically. But I forgot about Mike's, like, crazy past, you know, like playing in those kind of third-wave New York City ska bands. I mean, Mephiscopheles at the time when I was coming up was a really big deal. And those the scene terrified me, though, Brad. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> the ska <laughs> the, scene? <laughs> no, that one in particular. <laughs> it was that scene with, like, Mephiscopheles and Inspector 7, who was a New Jersey band. and right. You know, this band like Niblick Henbane and these, these, and you'd go to these shows and it was like part Satanist, part skinhead, and they're all playing ska music. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on around here? (laughs) It was like Bedlam. It was like, like what hell might look like. I I didn't know. (laughs) And sound like. (laughs) Yeah, maybe, potentially. That might have been what they were going for. Um You know, so between that and Skinnerbox, and he had this, you know, the history and nose bands. And I forget, you know, he even did that time with Sublime. Like he has that deep, you know, connection to, to reggae and ska. And he's, you know, probably originally started playing that music and now has like the fucking best gig ever, you yeah. know? Like seriously, Joan Jet. Yeah. Come on, That's, royalty. I remember yeah. when he got this job, I was like, yes, this is great. This is great. But like we talked about, I was like, I hope he doesn't play too many fills. <laughs> and now we've learned that I think we could study Mike McDermott for like like Pavlov's version of a drummer who's, who's scarred by his own fills, you know? Like that was a hilarious part of this interview.
1: That is really funny and funny. And, and I'm, I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear it discussed.
0: I, I know <laughs> you are. I know you are. I know you are. Listen, it takes a while Some time to stop being in service of yourself and be in service of the song you know oh, yeah. like yeah. sometimes it takes a minute we all didn't go to music school figure this out early <laughs> you know <laughs> what i mean and and what's interesting is i think for some drummers i mean i think being a little showy and over the top maybe sometimes when you were young is part of the reason you even got some attention in the first place, right? Part of the reason people started even noticing, like maybe how you got in your first cool band and stuff like that. So it's not like just a switch you can turn off, you know? Like uh, you, you, like anything, you 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 learn the hard way. Often, <laughs> sometimes the hard way is get like kicked out of a band, or or like with Mike, it's like looking back at old videos and be like, oh my God, what was
2: I doing?
0: (laughs) And I have the same thing. I mean, there are gaslight sets where I am just playing blistering fucking fast. And it's just because I'm nervous and just like uber-focused on doing a good job. And if I'm like a few weeks in the tour and the the hands are nice and loose, yeah, I could play the shit twice as fast, you know? (laughs) And uh, you don't even notice, you know? And then there's some guy huffing and puffing in front of you, trying to <laughs> trying to burn twice as many words in the section that <laughs> he wrote. And you're like, oh, shit, yeah. Better take that down a notch. <laughs> all right. So, I, you know, you got to give everybody a pass. I think it's a testament to, like we talked about, the wisdom of music and passing on through the thing that like, all right, now I got this job, I, I approach it like this, you know? He's been Joan Jett's drummer for eight years. Doing something right. I mean, I've always, I've definitely felt
1: that physicality apart, like, drummers always age better than any other, like, Mm. musician. I mean, are they need to age, I guess, is what I mean. Sure. Um, A 40-year-old drummer is, like, in his prime in my book. Wow. I'm in my prime? Yeah, and you got a little ways to go, buddy.
0: Yo, fuck yeah! When is my <laughs> all right in this arc that you've come up with? When is the prime over? It's over when your body can't handle it. All right, all right. But you look I'm at like uh, a couple you know, more years, maybe.
1: <laughs> look at somebody like Charlie Watts. That guy yeah. worked
0: a lot for a that's long it. time. So that's it. Like you know. there are some drummers I like, like Questlove, right? Yeah, like that guy's gonna be playing drums for someone until he's like. 105 years old
1: well and he can look at his style man that's he's it just, that's what i'm saying he barely moves that, that, like
0: jazz thing like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like all he needs is like you know ha- like his elbow to hand this is
1: yep. all of his body that's being used. he's figured it out he's figured i'm gonna be doing this
0: for a long time that's right i gonna just that's... chill out there
1: yeah <laughs> people
0: have said that to me before they're like oh just playing drums must get you in great shape i'm like I've seen a lot of big forearms with sloppy ass cores in this yeah. business. <laughs> you can yeah. definitely get away with not moving your body if uh, <laughs> if you figure out some other stuff to move. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, I uh, I enjoyed this chat a lot. We had a nice long one. I'm going to go ahead and mention our Patreon page in intro nice today cuz we're supposed to. Uh, we have one we post episodes without ads and funny pictures. I saw some comments. Did you post youthful pictures of me recently? Oh, yes, I did. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's good. And uh, then we do our Thursday night chats on Discord. I think I need to dig out
1: the uh, recording of my lead bass player that's referenced to. Oh, yeah, that's Post a good that one. Post that to Patreon. That's a I'll good do one.
0: That. All right. Well, I'm going to be touring in March, so we might be a little thinner on episodes. <laughs> so that'll be a good one to have in your pocket. But if you're into it, blah, 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 do that. And uh, I don't know, Brad.
2: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
0: You got Let's, anything uh, else or should we uh play the play the caboose?
1: I'm ready for the train,
0: dude. All right, bring it on. It's going on
4: track. Yo, it's the big BGL. What's up?
0: <laughs> what's up, hardcore legend? How you
4: say what's up, BGL? <laughs> <laughs> Been too long, kid. Been too long. How you I, I, I know I, when's I, the
0: last time we actually like Connected our voices. I was wondering. I'm like, we've texted, you yeah, know, yeah. like dude, a little... I'm
4: not sure. I've seen you or been in a room and been able to like touch you physically in
0: years. It's got like, to happen.
4: Yeah, it's, yeah. One of these. I, yeah, for sure. I, you I, got to I feel... get
0: us on one of these Alanis Morissette tours. Then, <laughs> then we can hang out again. Come on, pull some strings. <laughs> right,
4: right. <laughs> right dude, I'll let I'll let take that you. gig. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You and me both. I am. I am. I am. I am very. St- you know who actually is doing – do you know um, Steve Garrett used mm-hmm. to, like, t- uh, TM Bayside? Oh, and, yeah. And, and, uh, and then No NoFX and stuff?
0: Yeah, I think I do.
4: Right. Steve Garrett, TM Steve, is uh, – he's Alanis' TM. Oh, good for him. Dude. For, like, for a bunch of years, and when I saw that we had this tour, I was like, hey, man, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I don't know, man. I'm kind of out with I prevail right now. And so I don't know what's going to happen. And then he got at me and he was like, yo, she, she just put me on for two years. And so like, yeah, uh, that's and, a good gig. Yeah. So I'm stoked that like, I have like, you know, somebody out there, but like, and not only that, like, like a punker. Yeah. And like, you know, yeah, and yeah. he's like, and he's like the man. So I'm like, I, if, you know, if it all goes down, I could go to TM Steve and be like, so- Steve,
0: yeah, with, like, the punk rock, you got, like, the man on the inside almost. Yeah, yeah I'm, you know, it's like, Steve, come on, I'm just a punk kid, help me out here. Like, later. help me out, what are we going to do here? Because you know? people, I don't think, like, I don't think people, real, you know, they'd be like, oh, Alanis Morissette has a tour manager, probably has multiple tour managers, right? Uh, or, yeah, like, like, it's not like Steve, you know, I, I, when I've seen people work on that level, it's usually, like, you have the person who's actually taking care of Alanis. Then you yeah. have someone who's actually worrying about the back end and the tickets. And yeah, well, you, going yeah on you're going to have
4: like the tour manager, the business manager. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the business manager kind of comes out every now and then. And when he comes out, you're like, oh, Oh, blah blah blah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like the yellow slips are covered or something. Yeah, you just got you. You
4: watch because like the principal left the office and now he's coming out and he's he's, like roaming the hallway. And you're like, oh, okay, just like sit up tall, do your do your work. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Focus. You know, don't be caught going on the crew bus or doing something weird. Just something crazy. See, even rock and roll tours have you know the suits that never leave the office. You know, they just wear like. I just wear cooler clothes, basically. But yeah, dude, Same. we got, we got, we have, we have
4: a principal who not only when <laughs> you have it, a principal <laughs> it, when he comes out of the office, like yeah, and he's a Southpaw. Oh, and so like yeah, and like so he's not even just a suit; he's like a suit. Who carries his own muscle
0: with him? Oh goodness.
4: So yeah. So you're kind of like you're always on your best behavior, like when he comes around and I'll you know, without naming Who is names. this man? Can we name him? Uh Elliot Salzman. Oh yeah, man. Like Sol- big, big 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 yeah. mother big wig motherfucker, man. And like does yeah. like TSO, uh Trans Siberian Orchestra. Okay. And like has been but I mean for years and years has been and you know, has been like running Joni stuff with Kenny okay. and Joan forever. So oh, noted, yeah, man. Don't fuck D- with Elliot Salzman. of when you when Elliot comes out, yeah, not Jesus doing. Yet. Yet. Yes, that's yes. one of those
0: names too. That that could be thrown back into like a movie from the forties. You know, like he, he yeah, and like, he's like got Al Capone's that- Al Capone's attorney or something. Elliot Salzman. Elliot Salzman. <laughs> So good, so good, yeah, so, man. But- so you seem to be doing well, vibrant as ever, my old friend.
4: I, I, life is okay, man. You know, I mean, we all have our. I think we all have our ups and downs. Of course, um, that's 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 life of a musician, man. Where you're yeah. like, it's also it's like your identity, you know. So like, you, your your identity is your gig, and when you have a gig or don't, and even if you have a gig,
0: you're mm-hmm. like, but do we have shows? Right. Or then, do people care about this? Dude,
4: yeah. And so like, it's all, you know, it's all, yeah. it's, it's all relative to the, to the moment of like, so yes, at the moment, Benny, I am very, very alive and vibrant. I have just made another cup of coffee. Um, <laughs> and so. And well,
0: so. I mean, I, I want to get into that deeper stuff, like the identity of a drummer later. Cause I know we both connect on that level a lot, both being, mm. Drummer drummers, you know? Yes. Like yeah. you're not gonna see either of us write our solo albums. So no, no. Yeah, no interest. So nope. it is a certain mindset. But one thing I like to start with, especially a guy like you, you know, I've always known you it like if I had to play that game where I'm getting three words to describe you, like a couple of them would be vibrant, boisterous, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> energy. Like there's always this like compact energy energy going on with you and like so i wonder for someone like you is it totally natural like do you just wake up in the morning going um or do you need mm, the coffee
2: oh no i always
4: i feel like i have a pretty good energy um uh usually and and you know i mean i'm not i mean you know we know we all know those people that are like bouncing off the ceiling and are just like up and about um, I, but I, yeah, I mean, I'm up by like six, six, 15, six 30. I want to move around. I want to start. I'm really trying to fight. <clears throat> I'm fighting old age <laughs> at like every turn. Yeah. So whatever I can do, um, to do that, um, it, you know, via, uh, stretching, yoga, biking, whatever drumming. I mean, I, I was already in my studio. Uh, doing like a different take on a tune that I did last night. And I was like, cause I was like, Oh, I have time. I, there's like, there's so much time before I have 11 o'clock is right. That, that's a ways away. Let's go in and start to work. Um, so yeah, just that I like yeah, I like to stay kind of positive and, and up and, and moving.
0: What do you, yeah. uh, what, what do you actually do? You know, I, I read somewhere, I saw a post you had that kind of was like, fuck the gym, like, and this is like how I do it, like, (laughs) which I appreciate because I'm someone who's like trying to figure out how to like use a gym in old age, you know, since I like, I'm like, I got to stay in shape, but I I don't really know this place, you know? yeah. So what are like these uh, day-to-day kind of health rituals and tricks you actually use? Do
4: just a lot of stretching. Always, I'm always stretching. Huh. Um, like guided then,
0: stretching or just like stuff you already know.
4: Kind of stuff I know. I don't go. I mean, you you know, once you do a couple, I'll tell you a big one. Man, is I really like a bunch of years ago, and people were like yoga, yoga, and I was like, ah, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I hemmed and hawed on yoga. Yeah, and then I was like, you know what? I really before I go to a room. I want to sort of do my due diligence and, and like when they, when they're like, you know, mountain pose or down dog, like you want to know what, like, you don't, I don't want to be like, what's every, like what you're looking at the person next to you. Like, what are you doing? What, how do you (laughs) do it? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, let me figure this out first before I go to a room and and i went online and and a couple of people told there was there's this girl uh, yoga with adrian
0: yeah i know her i know her
4: adrian you know adrian Michelin? i know
0: adrian i do Dude, well not personally
4: t- but i feel t- like t- i know her yeah <laughs> okay well so so like that and then i'll tell you what man like it's been years and i i don't i will never go to a class i just go to i go to adrian and adrian can also she's everywhere you are like no matter where we are, what hotel we're yeah, in. Yeah, you just, I just need like, the
0: internet to be with Adrian. <clears throat> just yeah, and yeah, and I, yeah. And I, and I <laughs>
4: HDMI into the TV, so she comes up real big. Yeah, and like you know, and I, I I I love it. So just that kind of stuff, and I feel like that has been like invaluable. I I mean, I think it's invaluable, not just for it's probably for everybody. I mean, I've been trying to get my father to do stuff like that forever. Yeah. I mean, is um, it, just, it
0: like, do you find, of course you find value in like the stretching and the physical, but do you really focus on that kind of meditative aspect of it? Too? Oh, that's
4: the part I, I think I like the, the best. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you, we all need, there's, there's so much, there's so much clutter. And as you get older, the clutter just builds up so much more <laughs> yeah. and you're just like, man, like and, and, and now everybody's like taking mushrooms, and I'm like, man, there's a lot of clutter up there. I don't know if I want to open that box up
0: there. I mean, oh, yeah, right. Everybody's
4: like, no, but it's really good. And I'm like, no, I pushed it all the, this lock. There's like a good master lock on there, like <laughs> like weatherproofed outside. You know, like it, it's yeah. not going any, I don't want to open that box. I mean, it'll have a lot of, you know,
0: weird yeah, shit yeah. going on. It's like those containers they put like the nuclear weapons in, like after yeah. the Cold War. Like you know, that are sitting at the bottom of the ocean, like, like let's uh, let's let's keep those closed for now, not to be opened again. Not, I mean, maybe
4: maybe if if you discover it when the you know the oceans
0: drained and oh no, we're gonna open. I mean, it's gonna open eventually. Like, you know, that's the cool thing. But at least for a human, like. I mean, I guess you could potentially die before you have to open it. So, I, I yeah, <laughs> I, unfortunately.
4: <laughs> but but just that man, just you know, I mean, just I, I love that all of that. I love every yeah. part of of it. Um, and I mean, and I, but I mean, it's sort of been doing that for a long time too. Like taking that mindful moment. Um, I mean, you know, being away, being I mean, you you know me from being on the road with me, um, like I was always that person. I always like sort of found like that weird room or like it. And I never, if, even if it was like down the hall and it was like the size yeah, of yeah. a closet, mm-hmm. like I, that was like, cause you, you're always with people 24 hours a day. And so yeah. that was your time to sort of have that mindful, peaceful moment to like, just, you know, put it all away and be like, this is what I, cause I love playing drums, just like you do. It's like, I, it's like, and it's, and it hasn't changed. I, I feel like I, now I just sit in my room and I look around. Like I could look around right now, and I'm like, "This is the room you dreamed of when you were a kid." This, <laughs> right, right. This is like so much better than your mother's base. I mean, and I still have the light that hang that hung over my drum set in my mother's basement.
0: Oh no like way! A,
4: yeah. Like what kind little, of light is it? Like a shitty clip, silver clip light.
0: Wow, and really? Then, still and then works.
4: I, yeah, yeah, and then I um. And then I was doing. I, I was a, the drummer for like the Young People's Theater Company of Delaware Valley, and we we do these like productions <laughs> of like Mame or like uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, Whoa. Um, stuff. And um and so we would get to go to different theaters. Like I went to like the Bucks County Pet Playhouse, um, Bucks County Community College, uh, Newtown. Would we took over? We would take over their theater for like weeks. Um, and I got gels. And I got, and I gelled this thing with red. It's still that red gels are still on there. The (laughs) shitty like black electrical tape that I like took from my dad. And it's kind of coming off in places. Yeah. That's still on there.
0: Oh man. But it
4: still has all that mojo. Um, Yeah. But yeah, but I love drums just like you. And it's like, so I look around and I haven't lost that, that fervor, that passion, that like, and it's just so rad. I mean, I. I I, just to come in and put on a tune and be like, I'm playing along to this. Yeah. Yeah. It's just,
0: it's still the coolest thing in the world. It is having that. Like, that's where the, the work pays off. Right. Where it's like now sitting down as an old man and I'm actually like, I'm not just playing Led Zeppelin physical graffiti. Like I'm actually doing it right now, Mm -hmm, (laughs) you mm -hmm. know? I used to just kind of bop along. I knew yeah, I was yeah. missing a bunch of shit, you know? Yeah, Because yeah. I didn't have the stuff. I couldn't yeah. do it yet. And, like, now you can do it. That is, like, a wonderful feeling God. when you know you just have that have that in your pocket, you know? Yeah, yeah, man. Or
4: And there's always something to work on, but you're always... But that's the cool... You're just, like, there is that. You can cop most shit now, and yeah. you're just, like, wow. And that just makes it so much more fun. Totally. That's kind of what made, like... Phil Rudd from mm-hmm. ac fun as a kid. Like you couldn't really, you felt like you were copping his thing, but you weren't. I mean, like now as an old man, we know that. Oh, like oh, I had to like lay back a little, <laughs> right? Or, or like, right, right. or he was pushing it a little bit. Like, but yes. I mean, like you, you at least felt like you were. You were in the ballpark. You weren't going to hit a home sure. run, but sure. you could run the bases. You were like, I'm sort of in there. <laughs> Whereas like a lot of that shit, man. Like, I mean, a lot of the shit, the kids are putting up today. You're just like, man, put on just a God. I mean, just put on a ACDC record and just just do it. I mean, like it's uh, it's it's crazy what kids are kind of going for. You know, now.
0: I got I got to say in the last couple years. That turnstile band and that drummer—I forget his name offhand. Daniel Fang. Yeah, but shit, like that guy writes stuff to me that's like, like exactly what you said. It's like not out of the realm of possibility. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just rocking as hell, and you want to play along with it. Yeah, but yeah. it's like interesting and clever and kind of bringing things to a different level at the same time. So I think there's still people out there. I mean, I remember. I think my connection with that and that it's maybe why I'm a little bit of a Lars Ulrich apologist is hit, you know, it's like one of the records I really learned to like rock out to was the black album. Mm -hmm. You know, I was 10 when that came out and already playing drums. And like, I mean, now I, now I literally, I play that, that record lefty to try to be more ambidextrous, like, because I just know it so well in the parts, but like, if you think there's nothing going on there and then you're like, "Whoa, where's that weird symbol coming from?" and all these weird, you know, accents and the things he was doing to to progress it to a different level. I don't know, that shit, there's a lot to say for that stuff, yeah. And uh yeah, and you kind of came from a world too, right? Like with those with those ska bands and stuff you were in, that was like, I mean, that shit's busy as hell. Like like that must have taken a re uh a reevaluation at some point. It,
4: uh, like just learning anything new, man, I think is, you know, you, you kind of have to dive into it and, but you really, you, you got, I think you, in order to find something, you got to kind of love it and you got to kind of got to like it. You know what I mean? Like it it can't just be something that you're like, well, I have to do this. And I think that's a lot of reasons why a lot of people, you know, get put off doing a lot of things like you find the thing that you love and then do that thing, and then you'll be, and then you'll be really good at that thing because you you actually love it. Um, yeah, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, music, music, same way, genre wise, same way. You gotta, and I, I you know, I, I'm I'm definitely on that team. So, yeah, it's anything like ska and reggae. I'm fully <laughs> down for. Yeah,
0: and um, you're back now. I heard the the kilogram stuff. It's like you get to. Rip out uh, yeah. your old bag of tricks, huh? Dude, I was just laying new kilograms a new kilograms tune today. We just put out an EP.
4: Yeah. Um, and we are probably more than halfway
0: to an LP. That's great. So this is yeah. the new project with, with Joe Gittleman, huh? Joe, yeah, dude, and Sammy K and, and Jay Duckworth. Um
4: Yeah, man. It just you know what? I put up a thing. Where I was like, hey, uh, I, I and you know, I'll put every now and then I'll put up something like, hey, any you know, recording work or something, and I get a bunch of people that are like, hey, can you do my project or can you do some
0: songs? Yeah, and I do it and blah blah blah. And- do you like? Do you travel out or is that stuff you like? You take in and record at home. I can do at home. Um,
4: I mean, I did. There was a there's a project I did uh, this the, down here called Billy Doom is Dead, and they were. Um, it was. This was like back in like last like late May June, and they were going um, out to like Mix LA um, to do uh, something, and and I wanted to do that. Like Mix LA is where they uh, they just did the, the Green Day record, the new Green oh, Day. Oh yeah, Sanders yeah, was sure. mixed. Um, that's um uh, Chris Lord That's mm-hmm. his studio, mm-hmm. and so I was like, and I haven't been, you know, I mean minus with Joan going to, you know, uh, up to New York. But I mean, I, I want to just sort of go somewhere. Everything's so remote now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice to still get away somewhere and record. Yeah, there's something to it
4: yeah i mean i walked in and there was like a, and i'm an sjc kid and there and right. there was one of trey cool's sjc kits right there. oh cool was like, oh, cool that's all right
0: that'll work
4: yeah but yeah uh, so but yeah kilogram stuff is all done um remotely. yeah it sounds
0: great i just listened this morning it's so, cool
4: yeah i mean i put up stuff that i was then i was like i just i want recording work and sammy was like why don't you just why don't you do this thing with with me and joe and yeah I was yeah like, oh and i'll tell you what man like i still can do other stuff i'm doing but i mean it's all there. We, there's a lot. I mean, tunes, man, those dudes are like, it's like tune central. And they oh, just right. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Every yeah. day. I mean, we are in a text chain and, like, you know, they, you know, the, the text chain is that of like, you would think that we were like 14 year old girls. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> Was it just like little vo- constant like voice memos or like, oh, uh, like-
4: just no. I mean, like actual like tunes, MP4s that you can, like, you know, that I got to drag out and like, and then
0: yeah
4: you know, yeah. And, 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 and yeah. that's cool shit yeah i mean joe is joe is actually fully producing his own like kind of demos um minus drums and sammy and duckworth are doing the same thing in like cincinnati oh wow and so i'm getting this barrage of dudes that are just sending me stuff all right I, which is cool and yeah I mean, whatever
0: you need boys <laughs> yeah
4: yeah. It keeps again yeah, keeps keep me coming. keeps me busy yeah, so keep it coming it's super super cool. Um, I just again, I just love playing music, just like you. I love, I just love playing music, and, and any opportunity to do that, you know, I'm like blessed in For a way. For sure. You know? So,
0: well, we could catch up in a normal way, but I do want to hit some of the, you know, notable areas of your musical life, like while we're here, you know. So I mean, you know, you spent these early years. You're what doing Skinner Box and Mephiscopheles. you know. I know that around here especially i mean that was like you know a is like inspector seven show when i was growing up that was massive um, the way i got into that though
4: was i was in murphy's law in like 90 late 92 93 94 okay. um and Django and danny from skinner box stubborn all-stars they were the Horn Section. And so, oh, right, that's how I got that gig is because I was like the um, like the I was doing a so Murphy's of, I mean,
0: Law I, was the entrance. How did you connect with Jimmy like back in the day? Actually,
4: it, I was doing I had a girlfriend who was in the cycle sluts from hell, okay? <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, <laughs> and uh, I was dating Honey One Percenter, the redhead from from cycle sluts from hell
0: <laughs>
4: and we were doing a band
0: that sounds like a like a movie by the way like right off a, yeah it's an interesting
4: movie um and, <laughs> and, i mean yeah i was like 23 she was like 33 so yeah it was um, yes <laughs> um, um and todd and chuck uh for murphy's law were doing a band called shining time station okay um, and so they saw me at ultrasound At ultrasound, uh, on 30th street. Like you could sort of, look Oh through yeah. Wind. Remember that? Yeah. No, it's could, still open.
0: I think Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you
4: could, but there was like one room or a couple of rooms where you could kind of look through, go in a thing and like look through glass uh, and kind of see uh-huh. people. And so they, they heard me and they would like, look, they looked through the glass and they were like, yo, let's try it. And they, so they kind of brought me from that.
0: Wow. And, really? Yeah.
4: And so, so you Todd got, you Ch-
0: got like poached through the glass poached. Yeah, through the <laughs> glass. And so
4: we were doing shining time for a little while. And then, um, and then Jimmy was like, you know, Todd, Todd and Chuck were like, yo, Jimmy wants us to do a, a show. And dude, I still have, we went to, we went to ultrasound and I taped it cause you could tape on a, no right, a two track cassette and I on the first side is the first time we ran through the set, and I was dude. I was such a huge Murphy's Law fan, and like knew it, and like would would play you know shit in my basement, and my friends and I would play along the shit, like yeah, play, yeah. not play along but play songs. Sure. So the the first time I played with them, I was just like write a set, and we wrote a and so side one of the cassette is the first time we went through the set list, and and the second
0: side of the cassette was side was the and you were the, just good to go turn. on all of them because you just loved them so much
4: I, I, I love yeah. That. I mean you could you know there was definitely some little things yeah, here and there moments. for sure yeah, yeah. But a lot of moments but I mean like the the energy that it was it was I was just like run it I cut because I kind of knew you know and they were just like even like at the beginning we they're like we kind of go from cavity creeps right or right in but from you know from the intro right into cavity creeps and it was like okay so it just it was cool. It was cool. And then I did. And then I just started to do that. Um, and, and uh That's how you kind of.
0: Yeah. Worked into that world. I yeah, got to yeah, say yeah. that I was like. I was like, oh, I didn't realize McDermott played in Murphy's Law. And then, you know, I've been doing this podcast for a long time now and doing research on bands and artists. I don't think I've ever seen one of those like, uh, you know, band member maps on Wikipedia. Mm mm-hmm. That's like more crazy than the Murphy's Law one. Yeah. It's, just, it's just Jimmy G like running from, you know, the last fucking 40 years or whatever. Dude, and then just little dots of dude, like a hundred
4: people. Dude, it is the best thing in the world. Like,
0: like it looks like nobody's been in for more than like three months for the last like 40 years. It, dude, it's
4: it, it's it almost almost. And I'll tell you what, like I go see him. And, and I still play with them, like, every now and then. Actually, I did, God, dude, like 20, 2014, 2015? No, 14, maybe 14. I did, like, a New Year's show. Okay. Out in something out in Brooklyn. Um, But, yeah, I mean, like, and then, like, every time he's around, I'll just jump up and... Yeah. And, I mean, you have to. I mean, he is literally one of the best frontmen in, oh, in, that, yeah. in the punk business,
0: man. So, oh my God. Like, I could just listen to him talk. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, I'm waiting. He for should that. get into like the spoken word business, maybe. For, dude, he right? could he just walk, just telling stories. Dude, the stories I'd, he's got. I'd pay oh. 40, 50 bucks to go see Jimmy talk for an hour. Oh, yeah. Right? Easy, 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 easy. Spare, this is his old man move. Like, spare yeah. me the loud music. Yeah. You know, like, I don't want to wear earplugs. Tell me the stories. Tell Maybe me. Maybe just play Quest stories. for Herb and then tell me an hour of stories. That's what I want. That'd be great. How? Um, but, like, uh, so I it was funny too, as I even texted Tucker from Thursday because I noticed <laughs> on this list, I'm like, I'm like, dude, you played in Murphy's Law? Like, like, when the fuck did that happen? I was shocked when I
4: knew that I was like, no way, really? Yeah.
0: I was like, oh man, this list is awesome. Um, so after all these bands, you know, you're in like the ska thing. I'm assuming like you guys used to play with the souls and stuff. Is that how you connected with those guys in like what early two thousands? No, I would
4: I we would see them it, being in the ska scene and being like uh like in the stubborn records like that like kind of posse um we had a space like right on 3rd street which is like uh, uh, like underneath like right at like 3rd and 3rd uh, and 1st oh okay deep down in there um uh like like two two doors down from the hells angels club oh shit Like, there was that record store right there, like, on 1st, like, in 3rd. And then, Uh like, and then you could go, like, you, we went, it was like, we were in the basement. Like, you lifted up the thing and went underneath. And it was, dude, so rat-infested. Oh, yeah, that sketch. But uh, (laughs) it's so horrible. Um, But you, a lot of records made down there. Virgin City, man, good records. Um, Yeah. But we would see the Souls ride around, like, on their BMX bikes. Oh and, okay, and, when they were living down there. Yeah, and I never and I never knew them at all. I never met them. And then uh I was in Mephiscopheles, and we played with them at the truck. Um and uh, but unbeknownst to me, that was Shal's last show. Oh, Ooh. right. And you and I'll tell you what, like I sat up in the balcony and I was I mean, you like I, it was bad. I mean, you would have did, been the same way. Like it, imagine like wa- like, like watching the drummer in the headline band and like, you clearly knew that something was wrong, uh,
0: okay. but it's not tangible. really,
4: but not that way. You were just like, you're like, for, I mean, he was beyond horrible yeah. and you were just like, how is he the, what is happening? What like is wrong som- with like him?
0: something's going on here?
4: I, but yeah, but I was I, I didn't I get like when <clears throat> there was a point where Shao walked into the mephiscopheles dressing room, which and I wasn't there. And so like maybe it would have given me more clarity on to thi- like I was just like running around, like, you know, doing stuff. Yeah, so- getting ready. Well, you know, I was probably in the basement smoking weed, but anyway, getting <laughs> ready. Real, it's, right,
0: right. Yeah. Sorry.
4: yeah, get family, Freddy, family yeah. friendly. family, family, yeah, still still ready. ready. Um, don't
0: worry. My um, line of questioning about your onstage weed tech is coming.
4: <laughs> um, but, um, but, but I it probably would have given me more clarity into the, into the night. I, because he came in I supposedly and was just like out of his mind oh, okay. you know like like came in and just like sat there wide-eyed looking at the corner and everybody's like hey dude what's up and then he sort of conversed a little bit but it was just odd okay. um but so it, again it would have maybe given me a little help in watching them I was like what is going on right um and then yeah and like not long after that I um Dave Hahn from mephiscopheles um Sent me when there was still the Village
2: Voice, oh, and yeah. there was
4: still—I mean, there even might still be the Village Voice. But when the Village Voice had like like music ads, right? Um, and he sent me like a picture of an ad. It was like Bouncing Souls looking for a drummer, and and it and a phone number.
0: And, Villa, and that was like like putting like a classified in the Village Voice at that point was like that was like a totally legitimate way to find artists oh, and people. It was oh, like the way, yeah, right? yeah. Dude, yeah. dude. That that's yeah. how. The blonde dude, and I don't know his name,
4: I, and I hate it because I love The Cure. But the dude who's been in the band for like the last <coughs> seventeen years or whatever, like they, they found him that way. Wow, for like or yeah. like twenty five years, like that, like the equivalent in London, I guess, would be like the Melody Maker or whatever sure. it is. Yeah, and that's and they were like band looking for now they didn't put the Cure because they were already huge <laughs> at the time, but they were like band looking for a drummer, holding auditions, blah blah blah, and right. he just happened to show up. Wow.
0: So you um, so Dave sent you the, the like the classified from the village voice about it?
4: Yeah, man. Yep, uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. And so I call I called that and and ironically enough, and um uh uh the drummer the original drummer of Mephiscopheles, Mike Reich, um is is um he he would not have been a Berkeley graduate drummer. <laughs> right. Um And so when I called and I was like, hi, this is Michael from Mephiscopheles. They were they Pete was like he they initially did the. Is it the dude we just saw at the truck uh, <laughs> <Right. laughs> Or is it Mike Reich? Like and so they were like they were like, fuck, how do we figure out who this is before we call him?
0: Wait, was but it that, who who answered the call? It was Pete who answered the call. No, dude they had uh, dude it's hysterical like
4: they they had an answering machine. Uh-huh. And like they, they when you I mean you know Pete and Brian are, are cartoon characters. <laughs> And so like the the two of them, when they go through, they're like, you have no idea, dude. They were like getting like, yo, this is Joey from Queens. Yo, where you fucking at? I'll bring my fucking drums. I got my drums in my fucking paint band right now. Like, like they were getting every kind of call. Yeah. They were just like, oh, my God. Oh,
1: dude, Um, I started recording. them. like, even when I would call people back, I was recording those things because I get we get you would get all kinds of fucking insanity. Yeah. Yeah. You never knew. No, it's like, cart- like you said, like cartoon shit that you couldn't even, I had one guy one time, and I have a recording of this, he's like, he's like, I play lead bass, we're lead bass <laughs> and I fucking start laughing, I'm like, why would you tell me that? <laughs> You're a like a fucking dude, punk band, dude. <laughs> I play lead bass. <laughs> me too, bro.
4: Yeah,
0: <laughs> Just what we're looking for.
4: Fantastic. We didn't have one of those. Yeah.
0: So initially you leave, you leave a message on this funny answering machine they're trying to determine which drummer from Mephiscopheles you actually yeah, are. Yeah.
4: And then, and and then I, then I get the call back from Pete. Um and then yeah, and then I went up and 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 had actually then dude, they wanted me to like learn like five songs. And I didn't have any of the records, and okay. so I went to my local records shop. Actually, one of my friends who was tour managing the slackers, he had like two records. So I got like three songs. Okay. And then I went to the local record shop and I was like, fuck, man, I'm not buying these. I'm not buying two CDs. Right. <laughs> and so I learned a fourth song off of a fourth song that they did. They were like when I was like, I don't know the other two songs, but I know Chunk song. They were they kind of looked at each other. and They were like, <laughs> What? Oh uh, like I, like that's a random one to know. Well they were like, oh okay. And like, well it's Timmy Chunks,
0: like Chunk yeah. Song.
4: Yeah, and yeah. so and I, that's a great and I and I used to, you know, I, I love token entry, so why not learn Chunk song, song? Sure,
0: um, sure. And so
4: and and it was it was but, but but like I think the thing that got that helped for me um uh, was when I was when, when we went to play hopeless, I was like I was like, Hey man, can I just I was like the drum part seems to go like kind of against like your guitar, your guitar part kind of flows. I was like, can I just sort of like, and I sort of aired, I was like, can I just sort of like rock out with that? And they were like, he and Brian looked at each other. Like, what are you talking about? Like, and they were were like, oh, and then, so we just started to do it. And they were looked at each other like, oh, oh shit. You're just like riding the, like the, you're just, you know, riding the ride and like playing along to the groove. Like you're not yeah, right. And so, and that's, you know, that, I think that kind of, they're, yeah, but I didn't want to spend, I didn't want to spend the money to get, and, and, and my whole thing was like, if I spend money on the two CDs and then I got gas and I have tolls, and, then, right, and, right, and, right. and and you know I'm gonna buy food up like you know I mean if I don't get that gig man it, it <laughs> potentially it could really set me back a little bit you know, you yeah know,
0: very like, expensive job interview if,
4: yeah. I, I might have to paint for like a couple more days to wake <laughs> up
0: for all of the.
4: the for all of this because it's gonna set me back.
0: Well, it's good you managed and I yes. assume eventually got the CDs for free. <laughs> I, I eventually
4: I did acquire all of the all of the reading material. So
0: the first record you were on was how I spent my summer vacation, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was the like were those songs uh, like getting done by the time you joined, or you were you were completely like ground up on that record? Uh no,
4: ground up. Awesome. Actually, like even ground up, even, I mean, I don't, uh, there, there was only the three of us. It was, it was me, Pete and Brian. For, oh, like, okay. The first bunch of months. Like, just like, I would just leave, I would get in my, I would make sandwiches and pack a cooler and go out to fucking Dumbo. And, and we would sit there and just rehearse and like write songs and like sort of demo songs Um, And then we kind of got him to a spot and then Greg came in and stuff got like sussed out. And then, um, yeah, yeah. From the ground up. So that makes sense
0: too. Cause I mean, as a bouncing souls fan, you know, from the past, like, you know, you can hear like the eras of the band at this point, you know? Um, And, you know, as much as people maybe don't recognize it, like the drums changing and you being part of that, you know, I think like, that was the transition into the bouncing souls becoming a much more like song oriented band. It feels like to me from the outside. Cause you know, after that you have like anchors away and gold record. And those to me have maybe some of the strongest like song songs and like the souls, the souls narrative, you know, I'd like to give you some credit for that. My friend,
4: Uh, dude, I'll tell you what that is. It is, I think, and you get this too, man. Like, as drummers, as drummers, <laughs> you know, <laughs> as drummers who aren't going to ever put
0: out a solo record. Brad just rolled his eyes Okay, <laughs> <laughs> as, right, as a drummer. He's like, as how did two, I get this job? <laughs> engineering two, two goddamn drummers right now. <laughs> talking about
4: drums. As drummers who d- aren't going to ever put out our solo record. Yeah. It's just really our job to sort of like you, I, like whatever the painter you, you like. I feel like we're this canvas, you know, whatever, or yeah, I'm trying to yeah, like, yeah. I'm, you know, they Pete and Brian, we'd be like, come on analogy, man. What, what is it? Tell us, tell us analogy, man. What is it like? Um, but it, but it, you know what I mean? Like you have these, these, these visionaries, you know, Fallon yeah. dude, you're like, yeah. he comes at you with this shit and you're like, I got to help him paint this picture.
0: That's right. Yeah.
4: I and like, I, and he doesn't need any more paint. He's got all the paint. I, he, I just got to help him get it on there. Mm-hmm. And like, and it's just that way of like interpreting. And like, I, I think Pete and Brian, man, and Greg as well, like great songwriters. Oh, yeah. Like oh yeah. Just being, I just, I just wanted to sort of help interpret that and move sure. that process along. And so that's them, man. Like they had great shit. That has proud that I mean like I bet you I bet you um hopeless romantic could have been like because they started there and I bet you had shall been in a in a better place um that record would have been a little I mean and that's still a great record but I think the vision of that record could have been recognized mm. a little truer had you had you know, but, and I'll tell you, But that's the, the era. Scene.
0: You know, that's the era thing too though cuz like yeah. that's where you really yeah. hear the drums change where there's like a style thing. And like yeah, the yeah, style yeah. previous to that, With Xiao stuff is fucking cool. You know, oh, like yeah. he he created some like amazing things in the past of bouncing souls, you know? And then it just like turns into a different era, you know? Like uh Dude, I like Xiao. to look at it like that. Like 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 um as far as band careers go you know there's different things needed at different times sometimes you know
4: shall dude is one of those drummers man that like i could never be right
0: Um, yeah it comes from a place that's like like really cool
4: like dude he yeah man like he like you know what i mean like he doesn't really maybe know exactly what he's doing he's never gonna like like go do maybe clearly other things But like, what he did there, like you can never ever like his 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 contribution to those tunes. Like those tunes are those tunes because of the way he played. Totally, yeah, totally special. And like and like and it's one of those things. Like it's a it's a feel that like I mean, dude, I could I believe me, I spent thirteen. Point five years trying to cop some shit, and
0: right? Like, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> and it was, it's, it's, it was really back to like it, it harkened me back to like that Phil Rudd shit where I'm like, I'm kind of in the ballpark, right? But yeah. I, but I'm not hitting home runs, no, you know no, I mean? no. But like, but his shit was so, again, you know, like where, like, you know, like I, like he can't do half the shit I do, but I can't do like any of the shit he does. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's And it's, yeah. and it's you, I mean, it just, and it's just wha- like one of those, like he's like one of those drummers, like this, it is wow. Like it, you're yeah. rad, dude. Like I can't, like how, like, and he, he doesn't think about it. So you're kind of, you want to have that. The one time I could have had that moment, we were uh, at Maxwell's, And we were like at a vision show. Oh, yeah. And like, but, and his brother was like yelling at me. His brother was like, why are you in the
0: bed? Neil Neil was a bartender at Maxwell's. Yeah. dude, Neil was
4: giving me some, and and Shao was there. And that was crazy. Like I would try to talk to Shao and dude, Shao would almost like, like raise his head back and like, look at me, like, like open his eyes real wide. And I'm like, Holy shit. I think you're going to kill me right now. Yeah. Like, and I'd be like, and I would walk away. And I would go back to the bar and Neil would be like, and let me tell you another thing about those fucking guys. And I'd be like, I'd be like, Oh my God, what is happening? Holy shit. This is crazy. Like I just I knew that I wasn't gonna
0: die because Dave Vision like was like, dude, I sure. got
4: you. Whatever, nobody's gonna fucking kill you. I got you.
0: Yeah, Dave <laughs> Franklin, usually the guy who could kill anyone in the room. D- D- yeah. And he, yes, yes, with <laughs> one
4: hand. I'll um, oh, Baz so, alone.
0: You added as room kid.
4: I want somebody to fuck with him, please, somebody. Yeah. Like wow, um, so
0: it really was that intensive for first. Though. But
4: it was just weird, and so like I never got to be like, dude, how did you? Yeah, how did you? Right. How did you? We, I could never talk to him because like, yeah, it was just like that. Like it, it was, it was always that, I mean, that moment, <laughs> at least the, the only moment I had.
0: Yeah. So. That must've been but a uh, strange position to be in at the time. But yeah, sure. dude,
4: I, I I like drummers like him, dude. Like I, like there's like, and you know, it doesn't probably doesn't get the credit that he should ever get. Like, and he should, and but it's, he's one of those drummers. Like you can never copy shit. I don't yeah. care how many kids are putting up, like, you know, covers on YouTube and are like, I'll play it along to Hopeless Romantic. You're like, you're not.
0: Yeah, yeah. Some of that stuff you just can't do. Yeah, I mean, I rem- it's like, I remember one time we were learning a, uh, a Who song for Gaslight, and I'm listening to a bunch of versions of it, and I'm like, wow, like, this guy never played a song the same way twice. You know, <laughs> like, like I can see it now, okay? And now, you know, and like, you know, one time I was... um auditioning for a band called The Cable Car Theory, and their drummer was Derek Grant. Not Derek Grant. Um, Oh, I'm an asshole. His name was Derek, but I'm fucking up his last name. (laughs) And he was in The Scarlet Letter and Cable Car Theory, and he was this really, like, crazed, awesome drummer with, like, all this speed and just all this energy. And I was like, I remember listening to the record and talking to the guys and being like, guys, I'm happy to do this tour, but, like, I don't think I can do that. Like, I don't, I just don't know how, you know, like, like I'll try my best. Like you said, I'll get as close as I can. But, you know, that's where just like, um, but sometimes I think, especially early on, you know, like some of that stuff needs that kind of boundless, like, fuck you energy. There's something to it that, that takes some things from A to B. And then sometimes something else comes from, for B to C, you know, um, which doesn't make it easy for, for number A. Or letter A excuse <laughs> me. Um, but so one of my kids' favorite songs, both of my kids, is "Lean on Sheena," and they asked me to ask you what creating that song was like, and whose idea was it to like take that song on, because it's a, it's a Joe Gittleman: It's an avoid one thing song.: Right.
4: I was, I was, I used to review albums for this uh, magazine called Destroy All Monthly. Okay. And that was one of the two, that was one of the records I got.
0: Was Avoid One and, Thing.
4: Avoid One Thing. Yeah. And that was fucking, I, I love that tune. <clears throat>
1: yeah.
4: Um, and oddly enough, the dude, and I I'm, know I'm, I'm not going to say his name right. Uh, the drummer on that Avoid One Thing song, David Karsich. Kasish, um who, sadly enough, passed away from a brain oh. aneurysm. Shit. Also auditioned for the Bouncing Souls. No way. Wow. Little crazy odd fun. Yeah. Um, so when we were going, in, we were in pre-production for stuff and Ted Hutt, uh, I don't know if you know Ted Hutt, but.
0: Uh, Ted, Ted did two Gaslight records. Oh, so uh, you know Ted de- Hutt Definitely, well. know, okay. definitely uh, know Ted Hut. Okay. And I'm, so Ted I'm goes, sure you've, you've, you've uh, had Ted try to uh, oh, bang dude. on tables to explain dude. a drum part, too. That makes dude. perfect dude. sense. Yeah. Ted goes. Goddamn guitar player producers, you know? Dude, man.
4: He, <laughs> I'll tell you the funniest thing, man. I came in one day, and he was playing this riff, and I was like, I was like, dude, why? Why do I know that riff? Why do I know that? What is that? He's like, that's the cheaters riff, man. Like you know that, you know that show cheaters, and it's kind of got yeah. that like weird guitar bend. Yeah, thing. yeah. Like, he was just sitting there doing that thing over and over again. <laughs> I'm like. And he was bummed. I think he had like I think his, his ex wife. I think they were having like so he was just like, uh, like just over just and like over. deep again. in this riff, dudes. just so bummed. And I was oh, like, um, and I was just like slowly back out of the room. But anyway, <laughs> Ted Hut goes. He's like, Joe. He's like, this is Joe Gilman's song, man. And I was like, lean on. And he's like, that's a song, man. That's the song. And and that was it. Like right wow. there. And I was like, and. I just sort of like, I mean, it wasn't because we were going to do it because Ted Hutt wanted us to do it. Right. The fact that I knew it probably had zero relevance in us doing it. I just happened to, it helped, it saved me because when we went to play that song, I mean, we were in rehearsals and he, in pre-pro, and he was like, let's, we're going to start to learn this right now. And I was like, fucking cool. I already know it. Yeah. Oh,
0: right. <laughs> it kind of like helped me that way. Um, and P. And the other the other guys were were like just totally up for it from the start. Um. Yeah. I mean. And I guess that
4: we uh. There's some like lyric changes and it, like a little bit of an addition. Um. So I, which you know we just got a hold. They like, got a hold of Joe and um. You know Joe. I think helped, went like wrote along with Greg or. Or took Greg what something like that, and they uh, yeah, just little little add on, and Joe was like, "Yep, that's great, fine." I mean, Joe's like, "That's great, you know, I'll I'll make publishing off of this."
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Oddly enough, I, Joe feel, I think... Joe teach,
0: teaches courses in the music business, right? Exactly. So, yeah, he exactly. knows what he's doing out there.
4: He's not. <laughs> uh, we we actually uh, the kilograms may do like a like kind of a dirty reggae version of, uh, oh, of
0: Sheena a. Thir- oh, the third the third revolution of lean yes. on Sheena. oh
4: yes it's such
0: That's a gorgeous it. song it really is it like, really
4: dude it really is it, yeah it, i yeah i love it i love it. Uh, dude I'll tell you what man like there's some like even Gittleman. gittleman's got some he's got like a solo record and some stuff coming out and um when we were started to do kilogram stuff he was like hey man would you you know would you want to i like, i have a couple more tunes for my solo record would could you do them and I was like, yeah, fuck, fuck yeah, please. Like, oh my God, really? Like, um, it's like one of those where you walk away and you're like, did Joe Goodman just ask me to play on a song? Yeah, you know, like I mean, and that's the kid shit for me. I mean, sure. I mean, I, I yeah. love
0: shit like that. And so, still the guy from I the got, fucking Boston. You know?
4: Dude, I got back one of the tunes, and I'm like listening to it, and I'm like, I'm on a Boston song. <laughs> like, like, I mean, dude, it sounds man, like it's just too when it comes out. It's called No Reaction, but like it, I'm like, there's whores, there's it's yeah. everything. There. Yeah, and I'm just yeah. like I'm on. A- so, so I'm like yelling in my house to dude,
0: nobody. It's so crazy. It's funny. Like sometimes when you're in band so long and, and like, like it almost feels like you're covering someone else's song when songs get older, you know? Mm-hmm. And like sometimes I remind myself, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, I wrote this song. <laughs> I'm like, good, good work, dude. Like, sounds pretty good. Like, <laughs> right, you know, right, like, right, right. like it feels like someone else's song at that point.
3: And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
0: I kind of remember, like, like the whole time you're in the souls, though, I, I always felt like, you never really viewed yourself as like a lifer. Like I felt like you always kind of had like something else with like your music career in mind. Is it, is that like safe to say? Mm. Yes and no. Um,
4: like dude, and and I, and and I love those guys, but like they went to, they went to high school together. (laughs) Right. And that's a, that's a tough bond to break into. Like you, you got dudes that have like grown up together and have gone through some like intense shit together. Mm-hmm. And even what they went through with shall is, right. was intense. And so it, it, and as much as, as I am a brother, like I could text any one of them right now and they would text me back within, unless keenland has got his machine going, <laughs> right, um, you know, right. uh, he, he, they'd text me immediately. Um. But it's a tough bond to break in, and especially that band, you know, as a and that's also, you know, they they were very well aware of 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 life and as a musician and publishing and this and mm. that. And so like it was a little tough to kind of break into somebody else's world and a world that that you know that they that they had created for sure. and I and and don't get me wrong, and, and again, that's another Role as a drummer when you go in, you, it's like it's very much a read read the room, bro, right? Yeah, and, right, and, right. And I see a lot of dudes, I see a lot of cats come into gigs hot, and you're like, Wow, bro, that's crazy! Yeah, roll it back, roll it back. Yeah, like not once have I been like, Yo, Joe Jen, the, like I'm fully like, whole, I mean, like, yeah, th- yes. there, but there are people that are like. You know, starting coffee companies and shit, and you're like, "Holy shit, bro!" Like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" whoa. Like, I, I just—that's not for, Um, but uh, yeah. Um, but so yeah, it it was, but they, it, it was tough, a little tough that way, and I needed to prove myself. I mean, right. summer vacation, and but 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 I, and again, that's I just sort of let drumming sort of do that. Summer vacation kind of helped me with that. Um, and I, but yeah, I guess I kind of always knew. That um, that I just I mean, dude, I always wanted like I always wanted more, right? You know what I mean, and not more that like I'm all, I was just always like fighting like we should do more and like or do this or do that. Um, ironically, do you know um,
0: do you know Maddie from dogwig Of course. Okay, he a uh, former guest of the program on one of our road oh, crew okay. episodes. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Maddie. I had I had Maddie on here telling stories, baby. Oh, dude. Um, um, we still use dog wig. I love Maddie. I, I,
4: I it's funny enough is the kilograms use um use dog wig. Good. Um I, I don't know that I I think Maddie and I are f- fair to say that we're just you know we're you know, acquaintances and we're friendly. We've had moments in life where things maybe haven't been um, as such, sure, um, and Maddie, in, in very much in what you're talking about with not, um, not like not with me not viewing myself as a lifer, right? Maddie, and this is, and I didn't know this until we, until I got the gig and like I was in the gig for like maybe a couple years. Actually, you know what? I think I think it was we were on our way to dave franklin's viewing yeah when wig and i and, and it was like a moment of levity you know you're trying sure. you're in, it's such a sad moment and we had a moment where and he's like you know how's it going uh, that's so super cool and he and and he he goes you know you know maddie always used to refer to you as a black heart oh and no was shit like and i was like and i was like and he's like you know he's like no not not the black heart you are now like black heart like not one of them wow and he's like and he goes and he's smiling and smiling and he's like and i think that's pretty fucking funny cuz now <laughs> You're a fucking black car.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. Yeah. Holy shit. And I, and, I, and like and I guess you know I mean and it's true like again, so it's meant more in the reference like you're a heartbreaker. You're a black blackheart. Like, like kind of like, like you're like, a black like like, like that like you're I one mean, of one of the dudes in the band, but not like.
4: Well, you know what, dude? Is I was all like kind of very much like even even in the what we were talking about, like f- me finding a room down the end of the hall away from the band room, yeah, like right. you know closet, like and it wasn't anything that like, I don't view myself. Like it was, it was just more for me. Like I have a job to do. Yeah. I really view, I view drumming, man, like as a, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a responsibility and it's, it's a, and, and it's, it's a sport you <laughs> right. know? mentally and physically. Sure. It is a fucking sport. Yeah. And, and I want to be on top of my sport. I want to go out when I hit the field. I want to be ready to go, and so that was half the reason why I was down the hall in a closet, sitting there playing on a pad, listening to music, smoking. Yeah, like, I just focusing,
0: like getting in the sure, moment. You know sure, I mean? sure. So, but people, but, but people maybe found that at the time, like a little. People I mean, found I, that yeah. to be
4: kind of blackhearted.
0: Yeah, I have, <laughs> I have the same problem sometimes. I do, you know. And, like, and yeah.
4: I thought it was very funny as well. I mean, again, I've seen Maddie's since then. We, we don't hold any ill will, of like, course. I yeah. would, but um, but it was just sort of funny, like you know, he's like, you know. Maddie always called you a black heart. And, it, right. and I was
0: like, oh, so there was always I, obviously this thing that, you know, that was kind of there. It was on both sides, you know. Um, oh, yeah. So it makes yeah, sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. For that. But that's good, Ben.
4: I mean, like sometimes, man, it's good to have, you know, a little something. I mean, I don't like, you know, I don't have physical things with people. But I mean, like, you know, it's good. It makes you feel like you're
0: alive. Yeah, did, yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the great things about touring with the Bouncing Souls for me, of course. Let's give a shout out to Danny Windis, old Dubs, mm. one of the best dubs. humans ever. Currently in like Vietnam with Coldplay, doing <laughs> the craziest <laughs> shit. So D- big ups to Dubs for finding right. finding his way into a great situation. I love it. Um, just saw him recently, doing well. But I remember always, I think I don't know, it was the intro to one of the songs where you didn't really have to do much. And you were the first person I've ever seen with a weed tech.
3: Because <laughs> dubs
0: dubs would be behind you. He'd he'd pack a bowl, nice, freshy, and there is yeah. this little intro to the song, and you'd duck behind take a nice rip, jump back up. And then yep. effectively play like one of the fastest songs I ever heard and arguably play it like faster than you're even supposed to. It always blew my mind, especially at the time. I was like, "How are you doing this, Stone?" You know? It's really. It was an impressive feat. That's my uh that's my Prozac, Benny. <laughs> right. It's just medicine.
4: That is my Prozac.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah it, it it yeah, I mean,
4: I I, have just always, I'm not really, i you know, not that I've not, I've done other things in life and like, and thankfully, you know, I've, I've never had to go to jail or go to rehab. Um, and I, that's just the one thing that I, again, it's my Prozac. I, 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 it's the thing that kind of keeps me grounded. I don't, uh, you know, I don't necessarily, I don't wake up first thing in the morning and start to smoke weed. And, you know, I got to, wait, you know, until,
0: <laughs> right. It's, it's not one of those things. If what's I wake what's up, the cutoff where you don't feel like a piece of shit?
4: It really depends. I mean, like, like I play baseball on Sundays and Right. If, like I wake up on a Sunday say, right. And it was like pouring rain and, and it was like this just in from the commissioner, from my coach and like blah, blah, blah. I, I might, you know, like when I get that cup of coffee and come back to bed, you know, and like sit in bed, like, and I'm waiting for some CBS Sunday morning. I w- I'm waiting for the trumpets. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, like,
0: maybe, maybe <laughs> by the
4: time the trumpets start, man, I sure. mean, maybe I'm like, all right, I'm gonna
0: different. Storm. There's nothing to do today,
4: and it's raining. Yeah, out.
0: easy like a Sunday morning, baby. Yeah,
4: yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, but most days, you know, probably not that at all.
0: No. Right, right. Because gotta- I have a lot of friends who are like, I don't drink before five o'clock, so I'm good. You know, um, <laughs> I'm like, guys, come on, let's get real here. Um, all right. So, you know, then the but one. You, but you're drinking at five o'clock. Right. The, the, <laughs> if you drink at five o'clock, one second later, then you know what's going on. Yeah. Um, so all those years of the souls. And then, you know, I think there is there is a bit of a transition time. Right. Between that, you didn't go right into Joan Jet, did you? I left the Souls,
4: um, and when we were we were at like the I felt like we never were we hadn't been playing we were we hadn't been we hadn't ever played better, right? You know what I mean? Like we like and I finally felt like I'll tell you right now like like when I'm and shit comes up all the time, on on when when I'm playing and I do shuffle and I'm like listening to stuff and stuff will come up and and I cannot tell you how many times Benny I've almost wanted to text those guys. All three of them, collectively, and go. You guys, I am so sorry. I played so fast and so busy (laughs) all those years. I am such an asshole. Oh no, really, dude? Like, cause there's some shit that comes up, and I'm like, oh god. Like some stuff, dude. I, I, give me an example.
0: What's like the to you? Like you listen to it, and you're just like, oh fuck, I got to skip this. Like, I can't handle it, dude. I
4: don't. What's the worst one?
0: Worst example.
4: I, I don't even know. Dude, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even like there's just it's mostly it comes up. You know what? There was we did like a live at the Troubadour and like that has kind of saved me a little bit. But I get a lot of stuff that comes up on like YouTube that I can. It's not only can I hear it, but I can see it oh. so I can <laughs> clearly see that like, you know, like maybe like maybe like born free 5F or or like or like uh or or uh, uh Kate is great where I where like where like you I'm I'm clearly I'm go I'm so this is not Sunday. It is not we're not it is not Gospel Bridge Sunday. I've gone clearly <laughs> over the bar. S- Steinkoff is up at his mic, but he is turning around like what is even happening back there i don't even i can count to four but i don't even i don't even have a clue where the one is kid i'm not having i'm not even sure mcdermott that you know where the one is right now um and so shit like that like it, where yeah. I'm just like where it's just like oh dude you're just such an asshole um <laughs> the records, records, not not so much on the records. I mean, clearly, um, because that I, I would have gotten reeled in, and 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 I, and I I like all the I love all the records, and but as I got as we got farther in, like even like Dub says, true, like love that tune, right? Love what I did to the tune, that kind of shit. Um, and so like as as I got, but it's live, it's live where like I I just took it to some like like some asshole business, man. And I'm just like, and, <laughs> and it's just like, it's, it was unfair. It was unfair to for those guys. I have just some, sometimes I, I, sh, again, shit will just come up and I'll be like, Oh, you're
0: God. just, you're just holding them hostage with fills. You know what? When it comes up again, I will I will yeah, kinda, kinda. I'm trying to get out of this motherfucker. We're up here already. You have no <laughs> idea where I am, Caitlin. Yeah. Like yeah.
4: Uh, uh, yeah. And just so bad that way. So
0: <laughs> So wait, so how did this relate to the question of the uh, time uh, between okay. bouncing okay, Souls Okay, so okay, yeah, so
4: yeah, so so anyway. <laughs> exactly. Good. Thank God. No problem. No problem. Uh, see that's probably that's that's probably why I don't smoke weed before noon. Oh uh, <laughs> Um I, I was playing with um Rome from Sublime. Oh yeah, I remember that. Um and and his stuff, man, was real uh I guess like kind of Clash meets Daft Punk. Okay. He still he had like an EP where it was like very like that kind of like SoCal white boy, like there's just that one drum beat that kind of goes through every tune. Yes. yes, You know, sure. And, um, and so like there was that kind of shit, but then it turned in and, and I was really after 13 and a half years, like approaching that point, everybody had been dialing it back hard and going other, other places like Keeneland with the tattooing and, and Pete with the studio. Sure. Greg was just being Greg. And, um, so, and I, and again, I just always had that, like, I wanted, I want to do more. I got to do more. And so at the time I thought that doing that and like, because like Rome, it's like, it's a younger crowd. I'm going to, I could get into a different thing and it was cool. And we did a bunch of cool tours. We opened up for the dirty heads and had a great time. Rome, still one of my best dudes. Um, but all those kids just wanted sublime songs. Right, right, right. And we didn't play sublime songs. Yeah. And so, and like we had management that was like, well, why don't you just try to, and we, and like, even like, not even me. I mean, I, I, again, I'm a drummer, so I'm like, I'll pl- I I, I don't really want to be a sublime cover band. Right. Because there's already sublime with Rome. But I mean, if you, if you wanted to do a tune or two, like. If it's gonna make the kids like us, I'll play that tune. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, but like, and and again, we got over and it was okay. But like, no, it just wasn't that. And so I, yeah, man, I probably had, God, maybe like a year, and I was doing, uh, I was doing actually, which was rad. I was doing like, there's like a, there's a band down in South Florida down here called uh, Spread the Dub. Okay, and they kind of have that drum beat that just goes, you know, yeah, but yeah. like. But it's their songs are all different. Like the the singer and the bass player dude who like sing, um, and write all the shit. They're like, it's like, well, no, that's a one drop right there. No, that's a stepper beat. No, that's rockers. Uh, and so yeah. if you just played the songs with the proper drum beat, then it wasn't all like, sure, hi, we're like a sublime band. Like it was, it was an actual like, like there was points where you were like, the, we're a trad ska band, and, and so. And the way I did that was Django was going to come down, I think, and do something and needed to get some players. And so I tried to pilfer the one kid out of that band had a degree. This kid, Sam, the trombone player, and I tried to pilfer him to to create a band. Okay. (laughs) And then when I did then when I didn't need him, he was like, well, he's like. You know spread needs somebody He's like would you maybe come and do this weekend I and Stuff yeah yeah and then I was like And then I sort of was like this is kind of cool Like I could kind of get all those chops Back again yeah right And then dude and I'll tell you what the thing That I never did growing Up in my life was play Three sets a night in a bar
0: Right. Yeah. I
4: never, ever did. We never did that. There's yeah. nowhere up there that you do that. You get in a band, you go to fucking Crossroads, you yeah. play your fucking half hour, 45 minutes. If you get to be the headliner where you went to city gardens, yeah.
0: you opened up for somebody. 25 whatever. minutes on a seven band bill. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So it's what you did. Yeah. Um, but so I was started playing three sets a night and, and I was like, and how I long made, were you know, each all, of the
0: sets like an hour, 45 minutes, 50
4: minutes. Okay. And, um, but I got to play all this crazy shit that I would have never played. And it sure. wasn't really covers. I mean, they had full records of stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we played covers for sure, but I mean, like, it's like, seems like great practice and like versatility almost. Dude, I was like, you're going to pay me to rehearse.
4: <laughs> right. I was like, okay. Yeah. And so, uh, and so then, yeah, then, uh, and then it was, um, remember, we remember those souls would do home for the holidays. Yes, yes, yes. So, December 26th, twenty sixth, twenty 2015, So almost twenty. Uh, I got a call like a five one six, and I'm like, "Who the fuck from Long Island is calling?" Me? Yeah, yeah. I am like, "Who in Long Island?" I was like, ah, "This is going straight to voicemail," and and I got the voicemail and was like, "Hello, this is Kenny Laguna," and I'm like, "Oh wow, no exact," and I was like, "Whoa, whoa."
0: Yeah, I know and that name. Yeah. <laughs> I,
4: yeah, like there's just a the voice alone when he went, "Hello." I was like, "Oh shit, it's Kenny." Like, <laughs> right, right. And so, um, yeah, cuz I mean like 20 uh, 2006 Warp Tour we were on and and Blackhearts were on uh, uh, on the same right. stage. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay.
4: And and it was like it was like us, No Effects, Less Than Jake, uh black them um black hearts uh, maybe the buzzcocks wow maybe we had like some other and we were all on the same stage but we parked our buses completely away from everybody else we like made our own camp
0: yeah yeah i always and- remember there being like like the real Punk rock dude section of Warp Tour that separated itself from like the rest of Warp Tour.
4: Yeah, like you weren't in the line <laughs> of all the other buses. Yeah, you, you yeah were like yeah, by, yeah. You were like over by the lake. Yeah, it was like, like
0: the weird, like aged out Illuminati of Warp Tour. Yeah yeah, of. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. So this.
4: that's where yeah. we were, and she and I just fucking huffed weed all summer long. Uh, okay. Our Bmx bikes around. Yeah, and it was even better because people would never. You could never find her in the back of my bus. They were always looking for her in her bus. Right. But if she wasn't there, you couldn't find her. Right. And so she loved that shit. She loved that anonymity. So anyway, cut to 20. Uh, and then he even cut to like uh, one of the, like probably my last home for the holiday, 2013, 2012. She came. They were going down to D.C. or whatever. And like the whole posse, the whole Blackheart posse stopped like Kenny, Joan, Carrie Ann, who's Kenny's daughter, who's now like head of like president of Blackheart. Oh, wow. Um, Dougie, bunch of people. And they all stopped at the Stone Pony and they caught the show. Oh, cool. And she completely emptied my grinder out. Like, I had a grinder for the, <laughs> like for the night. I, like, left the carterette, and I was like, cool, I, ha- I can go here. Then I can do the after party over at the lanes. I will have, and I have a little bit more weed, but I have, I have plenty of weed for the night. And yeah. you know, and I huff weed, but so for me to be like, I got plenty of weed. Yeah. All in one, she was like, hey, man, you got any weed? I was like, yeah, I, I open up my grinder she took the thing, turned it upside down, and <laughs> dumped it all out. Uh, 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 all in one <laughs> shot and tapped it, and then proceeded to roll the biggest joint I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Oh my god. And I was like, oh my god, you just smoked all of my weed in one shot.
0: I mean, yeah. like, and, I, and sure, be, Yeah, that's probably a couple grams. I mean, if you're good for the night, that's probably two, a couple grams I, of weed. I, yeah. I,
4: my grinder had a reservoir that was huge. Like... <laughs> Like this is like no joke. I was I was I was a little like I got to go back to the carteret before I go to the lanes. All right, so good I, to
0: know Joan Jet smokes bombs. Dude, we we call them we call them hogs legs. Um uh,
4: and uh so yeah, and so then like after that she was like, bro, she's like that you were fu- you're fucking great, dude. She's like if I ever need a drummer and it was like one of those, like, ha ha ha, yeah, hey, you're yeah. the fucking best. You're the fucking best girl. Get the fuck uh, out of here. You're the best. Girl. Yeah, Go, yeah. Uh-huh. You're the best. Go to your show. I love you. Here, give me a hug. Say, take care. And then 2016, 2015, I get a call and it's hello, Kenny. And uh, and I call him back. And and actually when I get Kenny Laguna, I was like, oh. He didn't, he wasn't, he didn't say anything. He just was like, call me, you know, get, call call me back when you get this message. And I was like, fuck, he just wants home for the holiday tickets. He doesn't know I'm not in the fucking souls. Oh, area.
0: right, right, right.
4: And so I call him back and he's like, hi, Michael. And I was like, hey, he's like, I just spoke to Brian. And I went, I knew it. He just wanted home. And he went. I was going to ask if we could borrow you, but Brian said you're a free agent. Oh, well, that's nice that he got in touch with them, Dude, I came, I I went back to like, oh, oh, do tell. Oh, wait, what? Go on. And so, and that was just, that was it, man. And that was the, um, uh, I'll tell you what, dude, but that, what we talked about, like you gave me a compliment earlier just about being like up all the time and just, you know, like vibrant and whatever. And, and that's, that's kind of, and you know, this as well, being a drummer, like ha, it, it is like, it is like 25%. How can you play the fucking drums? And like 75%, like I got to fucking hang out with you for 23 hours a day. <laughs> Are you cool enough? Can I hang out with yeah, you? Yeah. 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 And you got to be fucking vibrant and up and fun and cool. And just like not Debbie downer. Yeah,
0: for and these like, pro gigs, like, yeah, 100%. I mean, not not I mean, that I would be, but I mean,
4: like, yeah. it's just one of those things where you're like, and that's, that. but that's for a lot of people, man. Like, you got to go into these gigs and like, kind of like, it's, you know, it, it's it's not like your family where like, you can be an asshole and, you're, it's, and you, your mom's going to be like, well, Michael's just sometimes an asshole. Yeah, you're still getting hired. Yeah, they're like, Michael's an asshole and right. like, they just fire you. So like... Um, and I think a lot of people don't really understand no. that like half to half that shit is like really like
0: how well do you get along? I think that's like not even music, right? I mean, like it, it's this disconnect I think musicians have to just like real work sometimes, mm-hmm. which is like you know in the in this situation you're in, you're hired and you're hired to do a job, and part of that job is being an adequate coworker. Like yeah. that's any office, any studio, any place you go. Like, part of your job is being someone who can communicate, who can listen, who can hang out, and who can, like, be part of the the thing without being, like, a major disruption or asshole. I mean, I think that's, like... And then, you know, but we're in this unique business, like, half-fueled by ego (laughs) a lot of times, then ego is asked to be a good coworker which like just doesn't fit sometimes, you know what I mean? Where like you want people to be big, you want them to be great and creative, but also be great coworkers. You know, it's tricky. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes the ego, sometimes the
4: ego wants to talk really loud and watch porn in the cubicle. <laughs> that's like, right. That's right. And you're like, bro, that's not going to get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When you have your review, that's not going to go. That's (laughs) That's
0: right. That's right. The bobs (laughs) might have something to say about that. (laughs) I was going to say, man, the bean counters
4: are going to come down on you.
0: Yeah, that's it. Don't watch porn in the cubicle. So, I mean, it must have like taken, I mean, you're going to from, you know, you know, souls play good rooms, big rooms, but now I, you know, I half the time you're posting pictures from like, you know, soccer stadiums or, you know, amphitheaters and, like, what did it take as a player to kind of adjust to your surroundings in that way? Like, is it a much different way of touring and way of being? I would see videos of me
4: playing with the Bouncing Souls where I was playing way more than I should have ever played. And I went into that with... And I'm like, don't be an asshole here.
0: Okay, right. So it was a bit of your, like, cautionary tale going into it. Dude, in a way. Yeah, a little
4: bit like... Yeah. I mean, there's that, like, play... I mean, you also, though, I didn't really have to. Like, I mean, when I got ready for the gig, I also like, yeah, I was listening to records and stuff like that. But I also I got like soundboard tapes. I I, I would I would go through and find um, whatever current YouTube concert like v- video that I could get. And some are really good and some will give you like you know the fight, like from the first, from the intro to like the fifth or sixth song in, and then sometimes I and, and I would have to then find the next bunch of songs and I would piece together like a live set to play along to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of knew like. You're not throwing a fill every 4 8 12 16 right, 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 right. 8 24. You're not you're not throwing fills. Like, like you're not fucking
0: you, with I Love Rock and Roll like You you,
4: you yeah. do that beginning thing. Yeah. That's your big fill. and
0: then just That's your time, yeah. <laughs> and then right. you, you
4: might do that a couple more times in the tune, but that's it, bro. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
4: And and there's just that like I didn't ever have to really um have her tell me so much. I mean, you know, to you you it's, it's a read the room situation sure. man and also man i mean like it's kind of like again it's like a, it's like is pete turning around and looking at me you know like <laughs> right. and, and if and i don't want pete to turn around and look at me yeah and, yeah and, yeah. and I've, i mean don't get me wrong i've had that for sure i definitely have had it like where you know i mean she knows what she wants she knows
0: yeah how she wants it um, i mean shit she's been playing these songs for like 40 plus years right you know some of them so so, it's yeah yeah.
4: it's it's really one of those like where you're
0: just like you watch her figure out figure her out like and well as a fan too like i appreciate that because it's like i want to hear i love rock and roll the way i've heard it on the radio 300 times yeah like that's the way i want to hear that song like and you know it takes like the head of the snake you know curating the thing a certain (laughs) way to to kind of keep it that way you know I feel like this gig
4: dude finally like kind of taught me how to be a drummer. Wow. And and now and now like like when I do cuz I do like a fair amount of recording stuff, there'll be people that'll be like, "Dude, can you like like it, it, it's great. Like, can you like maybe like busy it up a little yeah. bit?" <laughs> and wow. I'm like, "What?" <laughs> you know like, and I'm like,
0: no, no no don't make me ever. Don't make me!
4: i don't know how to throw fills anymore <laughs> um,
0: it's like you're an old drug addict like a fill addict just, and you guys just, like can't get a taste again or else just, you'll just start around the world like, <laughs> i'll get fired you don't know it's just gonna take one yeah if
4: i i swear to god if you make me go 12 14 16 in one yeah. shot it's just gonna bring
0: me right back one around the world and Joe's gonna fire me <laughs> yeah that's it yeah um
4: but yeah, just that I think it's taught me definitely how to to be. I, fi- I feel like I'm finally learning how to be like a real drummer. Um that's awesome. Um, and again, that that that's down to like you know. I think there's always something to learn. There's, and it yeah, if you don't and you in, in anything in life you should just feel that way. Um, but but whatever you do, your craft like you know that you should always be trying to you know mold yourself, mold that clay a little harder into the, the the thing you want to become. Sure.
0: So, well, that's an awesome it's... testament to, like, you know, kind of the beauty of being able to play music. And, you know, I, I'm always inspired by that that Sushi Man documentary that came out many years ago. And, like, mm. you know, some athletes, like, you know, like those Kobe Bryant or Tiger Woods types, you know, and the stories of their work and stuff like that. And, like, that's always fueled me to be, like, no, like, instead of, picking up this acoustic guitar and fumbling through it, I'm going to play more drums and I'm going to focus. And I'm going to, and like the idea that, you know, in your, at the age you're at and how many shows you've played and records you've been on that you can come to that conclusion, like this far along, I really think is a testament to, to, to focusing on your craft, you know? And like, maybe that's something getting lost in the, the modern age of things being a little more accessible is just like that real hardcore focus to one thing, you know? Um, and I, I love that. I think it's great. I think it's that, it's that 10,000 hour theory, right? Malcolm Gladwell. That,
4: yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And you just, uh, I, I, mean, I, and, and quite honestly, I think when you hit 10,000, be like, cool, 10,000 in one yeah right i mean like keep going yeah like like there's really it doesn't ever let's get to 20 i'll tell you what dude yeah i mean i'm gonna be 55 coming up and i and i and i I definitely see i see some drummers that are like way younger than me and don't have as much like just mobility or and like and and they there's a lot of cats that like won't play a lot of times like that guitar any of that like the only thing like my mother was a was a was the the choir director and the and the and the pianist um and 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 she was amazing um and i that's that that's the one uh that i regret is that i never had my mother teach me piano because yeah. it was literally right above me sure, I, I, sure. Like the, the net right the next floor above me had you know had, a, had a piano in fairness there. as a child it's tough to know you should do that yeah, 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 but 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 talking about the guitar, what you're talking about, there's a lot of cats who do that, and they're like, oh, I play everything, and you're like, Do you? Yeah, do right, you? Right. You're like a jack off of all trades, And you're like, <laughs> I mean, like, are you really a master of any of them? Like, you know, like, like it's it's cool, yeah. I, I and that's again, I never wanted to do. I there's always something in this room to learn, you know. And now, re, like recording wise, all that there's a whole other thing, man, where you're just like, Oh God, how do you do that?
0: Like, totally. So, And I think it's like giving something up too. Like you said, I mean, it's part of being a drummer. It's just part of being in a band and in a working relationship. Like I just went in the studio last week for something and, uh, you know, we had roughed out the song as a band and written a part. And I wrote some parts that I thought were quite cool, had a lot of activity to them, like a really specifically designed part. And walk into the studio and like, as we're working it out, it's pretty clear like this entire thing is getting abandoned and we're using a <laughs> totally different direction on the song, you know. <laughs> and I do remember like a time in my life where I, it's like, it's like remember when you used to write something cool in like your 20s or 30s and in your head, you're like, this is the coolest thing I've ever written. yeah. And I might not write something this cool again. So like you taking this away from me feels like a big fucking deal. You know what I mean? And yeah. now at this age and, like, with all that seasoning, I can take it as something else, you know, because it's like, it's like, I think a drummer at a certain age, especially in this rock format, is like, you are kind of like your bag of tricks, right? You got to be versatile. And when great songwriters give you stuff, you got to know what to do and know what you want to do and kind of quickly, you know? Yeah. And yeah. the way I quickly took this instead of getting possessive about the part was like, you know what? I wrote the part. It's in my bag of tricks and it's going to come up again. You know, there's going to be a time in like a year or two where something's going to come up and I'm going to play something and I might not even realize it, but it's going to be half that part that I had already figured out and I, I'm going to need it, you know? And, but if you want this, I'll give you this. And I think there's like a, I don't know. It's cool. It's like, it's like, that's, you know, it's humbling. It's adult. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like
4: it's it's also I mean like having kids, you realize like <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you're not always gonna get your way. Yeah. but there's gonna be but there's a way to like pad it and sort of like make it feel a little bit better. And but but there's that I mean where we again we're just there to facilitate the 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 paint the picture being painted. So you're kind of like okay, new canvas. What 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 That's is right? And then I always kind of like that because then it's sort of um it's back to that like real cerebral like fast process of like oh shit you're throwing you throwing a curve at me like yeah, what am i exactly. doing now uh-huh. but like but yeah but i mean like getting like playing all the time it's like it's it's like it's like batting practice i mean none of those dudes got to a point where they're like i don't ever take bp they're like I take BP all the time. Right, I took BP up until like the day that I retired. Yes, and so you're like that's because they're trying to just keep that machine in
0: shape. Yeah, so I mean that's how's how's Jeff kinda, how's Jeff McNeil staying in the big show? know, You don't think he's taking batting practice all the time? All right. So well, before we get into the Mets, because I'm going to get in there quick. I know I got to squeeze it in at the end. But so when you're playing in Joan Jet, are you playing a lot of like Lee Crystal's parts? like those um like like who were who's like the it, original creator of a lot of the the grooves you're even playing Lee
4: crystal but then there's like but then tommy price oh okay right um and he and he definitely you know he was i mean he did you know from like billy idol scandal right all that kind of stuff i'm uh cycle sluts from hell <laughs> oh really uh, <laughs> to, yeah. to go back to oddly, that, yeah. oddly enough um, <laughs> but um yeah just that i it's 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 really i mean she she lets me kind of do i if if i stay within those parameters yeah, you know what i mean right. um of the groove um it 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 kind of lets me and and i probably have like you know i probably play it my way, but, but not really. You're trying to really just, you know, I mean, there's not, there's not really a way you can play I Live Rock and Roll like your way. You know right, I mean? right. Like, there's the it's way. It's like, yeah. how are you going to, how are you putting your spin on, da, 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 yeah. you know, it's like, wow, bro, you, I, I could tell it was you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, it's, it's uh, you know, it's a series of quarter notes. Just, just do, like, the part, you know, do the part, do the part. And so it's, it's really that. It's, it's, um, it Just Lee Crystal, Tommy Price, yeah, um, that kind of stuff. You, but, you know, hone hone it in a little bit.
0: But this Mindsets EP that came out last year, that's you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so what's it like now in like 2023? You know, like what's the song creation process with with Joan? Like, does she have demos mapped out, or did you all work that stuff out in a room or uh, on tour? Like, how did that EP come about?
4: uh really quickly because and yeah, you'll know that nothing is quick with me but i will make this quick um <laughs> pandemic we started to do stay at home videos uh, what, like yeah. kind, but or, pretty early like like we were probably one of the first to try to do that shit sure. which is kind of cool not not one of the, like within the first 10 i would say but, i mean we didn't have the idea but we took the idea and we're like ooh. um So I had a GoPro and I would send the GoPro, my footage to our bass player. Like he's got like a home studio. And that guy was like, you know, he would boost it. I mean, you can make GoPro video sound pretty good.
0: Sure. Yeah.
4: Um, But he was like, hey, man, have you ever thought about getting like a little two channel, you know, interface, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like one of those little focus rights. And I was like, dude, all my all my stuff is mic'd up. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, I have a Mackie 16 channel board and all my shit's mic'd up. And he's like, dude, all you need are two interfaces and a DAW. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, yeah. I was like, well, I I was like, I don't want two mics. If I was like, I want, then he's like, well, then get, you know. And so I got like an 1820i, which was like, you know, eight mics. And uh, and then I added an Octopre on it to get eight more. But um, but yeah, just that. That's how it started. Hmm. So uh, pandemic. And just once we started to do all that and I was like, holy shit. And I got that up. Um, then I started doing some demos for our bass player. He does a bunch of stuff. Um, then we kind of got Dougie, the guitar player, involved. And um, they they forced, I think, Blackheart, because I already had stuff, uh, but I think they sent him, like, one of those little two-channel focus right things or whatever. So we got to, you know, like, he his, his uh, demoing capabilities, you know, went up right, dramatically. Right, right, right and um and then he started being like well here's one here's here's a here's a rhythm part here's the second rhythm part here's the lead part and you're like okay dude okay i don't i don't need all those like, <laughs> it was rad don't get me wrong i love it yeah um, yeah but he he really got into it and so the the three of us just started demoing stuff like that um and then sending stuff to her and her doing stuff and then like last year this time well actually last year this time i was home already. I was up in I I was up in Long Island, uh, like for most of January and into February, and then by you know March third, uh, we were in Germano's, uh, the old Hit Factory. Is there like hey, a man. studio
0: or practice space in Long Island that she keeps?
4: We go to one, but I'm not gonna say which one. Yeah. Yes. You should. Um, yeah. but uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oddly enough, no. I mean, would I? Would I? We don't. We don't do it enough you know what i mean like yeah. we'll we'll go out there for you know half a month something like that 20 some days sure um i believe i would love if we were just like can we just get a, like there's got to be a brick building somewhere where we could like yeah right right but but at the same time you know we could put all our gear but then you have nobody to go get the gear yeah, it's so. easier, like, we yeah. have all our shit of sound moves yeah um so it's just but yeah you know, we go to a spot which is very it's very long island um <laughs> it, it's uh, luckily the drum set is like it's 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 a, and i i just then bring in you know cymbal snares yeah that just breakables stuff. yeah yeah that Back- she'll Jony she'll she fully brings in her amp sure um but yeah i mean any svt is gonna do fine for hal and and dougie's just you know as long as long as he's got his head and a and a Marshall cab. He's all right. I um,
0: love it. I love that, that you're back in the rehearsal studio, just like me, Oh, yeah, you know? dude. Do, no, every day. I yeah. mean, like, and we'll go every
4: day, man. And she is, she is stoked, man. I mean, is she, to, she she's a doing,
0: worker like that? Like once in the oh, room, like grinder. Oh yeah, dude. Want, glasses on.
4: Let's get it done. Hell let's, yeah. let's move like, yeah. And wanting to know what's happening. What's do, what, what are you doing? What's that? Yeah. I mean, she again. She's she's a great overseer sure. of, of things. You know what I mean. Well, but also, with the the four of us have been doing this for eight years now. So like we have pretty good formula going. Yeah, with each other. Nice
0: routine. Um, yeah.
4: And again, there's something to be said about everybody kind of being happy. Like when you have like. A, one or two people <clears throat> that's a Debbie Downer, you know, oh, that yeah. kind of puts the whole plat the, the room over yeah. everything. So
0: especially in a creative environment, you know, like the the scariest place to bring up an idea is to someone you know is already mad, you know? You know <laughs> like I mean, it's, exactly. not, it's not a not a safe place for creation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so through the years, I don't want you to uncover any like secrets or anything like that. But is there like a story from the past that you've heard from Joan Jett that like stands out in your mind is just like "Fuck, that's a great story or like or like just something specific like that?
4: Hmm. um, I mean, lots of crazy shit, dude, like uh, <laughs> like uh Sid vicious's punk belt, you know, like his famous punk belt, yeah. That was her belt. He had no belt on. She took off her belt and put it on. She's like, "You don't have a fucking belt. Put a belt on." (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit! Yeah, like that.
0: Yeah, just like hands, like in the fucking thing. Yeah,
4: like 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 there are those like and like that dude. Like and then she'll just like pop a grape in and like walk back over and be like, "Well," and like start yelling at the TV like what the Orioles are doing. And meanwhile, (laughs) you're like, you're you're um, um, you're still just like you're you're envisioning. The belt that you've seen that you know, like or whatever story it is, like you know, it could be about Bowie or Jet or like whoever, and you're just like, she leaves you with this like mouth open, yeah, right, kind of thing, like, and it's and it is kind of like it's like nothing, but to a certain degree, you're kind of like, ah. Oh.
0: Yeah. Uh, you have that quick reminder that in like 1976 you played the Cheap Trick or like, yeah, <laughs> like something all, like that. All all
4: You know what's funny, dude? I was just hanging out with Dax and uh, cuz they just played in my hometown, Cheap Trick, oddly enough. Um and we've and we've toured with them. Um good great dudes, great dude. But um I'm talking to Dax about shit. We were out having tacos and and he's uh, He'd never been. They've they've been to Japan, but he's never played Budokan. Oh, okay. But but the Souls opened up for My Chem at Budokan, right? And so he was like, "You played Budokan?" He's like, "Wow, that's fucking." I was like, "I mean that. I mean that kind of shit, dude. This is the first song yeah. from our new. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, dude, like shit like that. You're just like, wow. I mean, um, but yeah, like she. There's. I don't know. You know. I'd have to really think i mean there's some stories that immediately come to my brain that i'm like that nah, i cannot tell no
0: yeah way. yeah that's yeah. where i'm like i'm but, not trying to <laughs> but, but no but like little like
4: but little things like that yeah that just, like the you sex know, pistol like, thing like yeah that are just like wicked you know like uh i mean like she got like you know she got like um keith like keith richards like super stoned like like Probably a couple years ago, and he, I feel like he said something. He's like, Man, I haven't been that high since 1972. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, and there's just always like odd little things like that. I mean, then that was even odd because it was like, Oh, dude, you just missed Keith Richards, and it was like, You just, uh, you know, you just miss Keith,
0: yeah, and he'd be like, What, like uh, Keith, Keith, like Keith Hernandez, like, yeah, you, like- kn- <laughs> well, like, you know, in
4: your brain, you're like. When Joan Jett is saying, you just missed Keith. Right. Richards is the name that comes into your brain. Sure. It's like
0: when but you know, like, when someone says Michael or like, yeah. Like,
4: but like, but you're not thinking, you know, you're like, and then you're like, and she's like, yeah, it was just here. It was like rehearsing for the Stones thing. And you're like, oh, I knew it. I knew it. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah. That's Odd. awesome. Like that was kind of weird. Like we like when we were doing the uh, the acoustic record a couple years ago. You didn't know, but like, and, and, and I, I never, I was never even there. I was like in and out. Um, but they would, and that's why they would come in and on off hours, but like Keith Richards and, uh, Oh God, why did his name just go out of my, his name just went right out of my brain.
0: Another Rolling um, Stone?
4: No. Um, um, God. Oh my God.
0: Brian a Adams. drummer,
4: No, the drummer. <laughs> no, his, no. Um,
0: Oh, uh, Steve. Uh, Steve Jordan. Jesus no, Steve. I'll, I'll, I'll edit it. Oh, God.
4: Thank you. No, you, no, no, no. That's the that's the weed right there, Brad. No, that's the weed.
0: <laughs> Yeah, you're in your fifties too. Give your brain 60, a little 50. credit <laughs> here, you know.
4: The, you know, and this this is, should tell you something about the political. I mean, if I'm 55 and not really getting things, you know, I mean, think about if I was 80 or 81. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Or seventy, right? And you know those guys are
0: doing drugs up there for sure.
4: Either the two of them, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I'm definitely on one side, and I'm not on the side where I live.
0: Hundred percent, Trump Uh, is fucking on Adderall half the time.
4: I'll I'll tell you what, dude. Every (laughs) time, and I, I mean, dude, mar-a-lago is maybe eighteen miles away. Oh yeah, you
0: lived out there, yeah.
4: And I'd take the drive all the time. Okay, up and down, and to go to the beach. And I, and so, and we're not going to go any more than this. And I don't want to know you, what you, but I will say this. Every time I pass that fucking house, my window goes down and I go, you lost. <laughs> you lost! <laughs> and then I
0: keep driving to the beach. There you go. <laughs>
4: um,
0: You're, but yeah, man. Uh, I,
4: I mean, appreciate
0: anyway. you on the front lines down there. Yeah. Dude, you know, warrior, warrior for justice. All right. Speaking it's, of justice. Well, yes, wait, sir. what about Steve Jordan? Oh, so yeah. Anyway, so oh, yeah. St- there yeah. we go. There yeah, we go. So Steve, Thanks, Steve, Brad. Yeah, Thanks, Brad.
4: Thanks, exactly. <laughs> Brad. Thank you. That's where two <laughs> stoners
0: just met. Yeah.
4: Right. So that's but but he would come in. Um, it was before, you know, a couple of years ago before the Stones tour and they were playing Stones tunes. And this was also before Charlie passed away. I mean, oh, wow. probably not a couple of years ago, maybe before that. But I mean, like it was like right in that time and you and you know it'd be like wow they were in here you know playing ball, and you're like no way and you you never it never overlapped um but i did use steve jordan's drums um on the mindsets ep oh really he store- yeah he stores drums there and 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 i got to ask what
0: kind of kit newces. was it uh gretsch kit nice vintage or new kit. kind of like a new reissue yeah yeah but nice, like had like kind of had that like um, with those big hoops, like the big wood
4: hoops. No big wood hoops. I have metal hoops. Okay, good wood, metal hoops. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was rad, man. I don't like a wood hoop. hoop. No, I'm not. I you know what? Even, when when even Tucker when he started playing those those aots or AOTs, Yeah, or yeah. They they, I was I wasn't a fan then. Although I keep seeing snare, I'm like, man, I should get a snare drum with a wood hoop. I don't know why. You know, but what, I feel for like the I, need, for, I
0: wonder what that would sound like with the cross stick stuff,
4: and then you have to do like a lot of cross it, stick for, shit. Like so
0: for the arsenal, you know, yeah, like, yeah,
4: like I should maybe have one of those just for
0: shits and giggles. Sure, sure. Um, all right. So what I was gonna speaking of justice, right? I want to yes. talk about the injustice of the New York Mets fan, Oof, yeah. which you have. I know you're a mm. longtime Mets fan, right? Since. Back in the Diz? dude. dude no, I. Oh, you're a new been, Mets fan,
4: dude. Well, like, well, I mean, 2016, 17. Is that right?
0: Uh, yeah. I didn't know you were so new to the new to the game. There, what happened, dude? You know why? You going against Kate Hilt? No, 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 no. <laughs> dude, no.
4: The Souls, man. It was soccer, soccer, soccer. Oh there was no, yeah. There was nobody to commiserate. So I, I mean, I played ball up until I was like 18. Okay. I went into Legion Ball. I mean, and so, and I wasn't the best in it, but I was pretty good. It was okay. Infield, wait, infielder? All over, but yeah, catcher.
0: Wow. I caught a lot, man. Um, so, and what, what did, was I, your I, game got, like at the plate? Wild swinger, good eye, like. Pretty good eye, pretty good eye, pretty consistent. Nice base you runner, I mean? I'd assume, quick. Okay. My, I got those little, I got those Popeye thighs.
4: So, to <laughs> kind, of, kind, of, kind of move a little bit. Okay. Um, but so 20, so then uh, when I got in this band, Joan is an Orioles fan, Dougie is a Mets fan, Hal, uh-huh. our bass player, is a Phillies fan, and Laguna is a diehard Yankees fan. Good, I'm glad we are. I was what you would call, what would, sorry, not what you would call. I was what Joni calls a floater. Right. And I would float around sure, and watch whatever game yeah. or do whatever. Um, but I, and then, and then I, I was like, man, I want to – I started, like, throwing the ball a little bit and doing stuff. And then I found uh, a, a South Florida baseball league. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no way. And then I signed up, and I, oddly enough, Is- got drafted by the Boca Mets.
0: The Boca Mets. <laughs> and so
4: I instantly had an affiliation. And also – And like, you're wearing Dougie. Mets
0: gear, right?
4: Right. Well, Dougie's my dude, and, like, and so – um, yo, man! I just went two for four on Sunday, dude. I had a fucking, I had a double and a single, and I fucking, <laughs> and I had a fucking run scored and an RBI. There I, you I go. Was, I did all right past Sunday. Wow. Um But, but it's all—I mean, it's it's South Florida, so I mean, it's like Dominicans, Cubans, Puerto Rico. I mean, dude, there's just like baller dudes down.
0: Are you? There. Is it an age bracket? Are you like forty plus? Or are you playing with like young ass dudes? There's eighteen and up. Twenty-five and up, and thirty-five and up. Okay, okay. And,
4: and I'm in the thirty-five and up.
0: Good. I'm glad but there's a little I mean, delineation that, there. Yeah. But as right. But as
4: we as we as, we, as I, let me remind you again, I'm in the thirty-five and up league, and I am fifty-five.
0: Yeah. So you're playing with some some tawdry thirty-six-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> the
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. There are some kids that are fucking chucking the rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are some kids that are. Um, uh, and, uh, but it's, it's, I, and I'm definitely better with two sticks than I am with one. Uh, <laughs> if I could play with two bats, I feel like I would really, yeah, that's true. Have a shot. Um, <laughs> very
0: unorthodox style McDermott coming to the plate. Nobody sees two bats. <laughs> um, are you, uh, when you're playing with the Boca Mets, yes, sir. like, are you like, are you like baseball dude? Or are they like, oh, that's the drummer dude playing. Like, how, do you, do you air it out? Or do you keep it low? They, um,
4: my coach knew because I, you know, there were points. I mean, I've been playing now for, you know, years. Sure. So yeah. it started when I would have to leave and he'd be like, but but I would be uh, like, right, right. I, you know, like every like Tuesday you get a, like what's happening, like, yes. like yes. us versus like the, like Fort Lauderdale Dodgers or whatever, this time, this field, and it'll be like in or out. And, uh, okay, want, and right. you can say in or out. And so there were a couple of times I'd be like out for like, and like a, after like the second one, a bunch of years ago, he was like, are you? And I was like, dude, I, I'm a musician. He's like, and I was like, and I'm kind of on tour. And he's like, oh, no way I play music. Oh, right. <laughs> and, and, and he's in a band and it's called the, the Stan Lee cool brick band. What? <laughs> Yes, Lee, like
1: Marvel Stanley. <laughs>
4: Stanley and and, and Stan Kubrick. Kubrick,
0: all in one. The, the Stanley, Stanley got it. Kubrick right. band. That's yes. pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. They better be um, Ska. Is that Scott? Yeah. No. It's no, not. no. No. Come no.
4: on. No. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. But so it's it's cool. Uh, it, it's it's super rad. Uh, they I, a lot of people like last week, not this past Sunday, the Sunday before that totally found out and that's when like people started and this is years in dude yeah yeah so you've managed
0: to keep it low until recently a couple people you know what i mean but like
4: last week was when it was full a couple weeks ago was when it was fully like you know bubble i heard you play drums and like you know from one kid and i was like yeah yeah and but like i just do that i'm like yeah 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 i love it yeah music saves and then i like put on my helmet and i walk yeah because most people
0: when you tell them you play music assume you're in like a cover band that plays the bar like well, once on. every so, couple of weeks.
4: Like- <laughs> so we got a dude who's who's injured. So, but he's there anyway, and and he just went, and he's like, he's like, oh, he's like, Are you playing a band? And I was like, yeah, uh, and he's like, yeah, my my, we go see bands all the time. My wife and I. She just went actually last night. She went to see this uh, Van Halen band, Unchained. Okay. And I don't know if you know Zoltan <laughs> Cheney. No. Okay, go look up Zoltan Cheney. <laughs> I'm not like homeboy dude will like kick the high hats with his left foot. He'll stand up on the uh, seat, do a I spin around, I've... and sit down. Throw the drumstick off the ground, bounce up, and grab it. And like, I mean, oh, I yeah. do know this
0: guy. He played for I've Vince Neil, and like, right? Yeah, yes. I, I okay. Okay. Character. Okay. So. Yeah.
4: Okay. Right, right. Like sure. not my, not my cup of tea. I would, Yeah, not like my the tea exact or, not my tea opposite of what I
0: do. Yeah, <laughs> not my t- not yeah. yeah, you and I. Like, I'll tell you
4: what, dude.
0: There's that,
4: and there, and there's all those gospely, ch- like, other those yeah. everybody's everybody's filling now. The right? fucking and church every,
0: drummers, man, with the spins. But not just the church <laughs> drummers.
4: Like all drummers now have that, like, and they have this fill thing, and it's and when they do it, every time, like, I just sit there, like, and every fill, I'd go, I'd get fired. <laughs> I'd get fired. I'd get fired. i get fired. Every one of them.
0: I love it. You're like you're like Pavlov's drummer now. This is hilarious. <laughs> so so so
4: he's like he's like yeah we just went to see blah 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 and Unchained and I was like yeah I was like I I I, I played for Joan Jet. Oh no no he's like he's like who do you play for? And it went and it went uh, Joan Jet and the Black cards. And he went like like the Joan Jet or like a like a band like a yeah, like right, right. band. And I was like, no. And like my coach is right there, and he knows, and he's like laughing. Yeah, yeah. And he's, and uh, and I was, and I look at, him and he's, and he's like, that's got to be odd when that happens, huh? And I was like, uh, and I was like, no, like Joe Jen. He's like, really? Like, yeah. like the Joe Jen? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> well, I mean, let's play ball. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I gotta go, dude. I'm up next. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm on exactly. deck. Um, yeah. But, yeah, just so – but it, it was just recent that, yeah, okay. I, I try to keep that shit way – Yeah,
0: yeah, keep it low. I'm,
4: again, man, I'm really there. It it, it fully, man, has like – it pulls me out of every comfort zone. Right. Like And I, I yeah. am fully not – like I do not – I am not – I don't wake up Sunday mornings. I wake up Sunday mornings and almost pray for rain. Right. Like, I, am oh. te- I am like huh. – and I am okay, and I go out and I play the whole game, but I am almost – Terrified. Wow. And when I get in my car at the very end and I'm like, and I crack myself like something like a Doritos, I usually have like some sort of flavored Doritos, like <laughs> some sugar water, some flavored sugar, something and yeah, like just yeah. something fun. I'm just like, the ride home, there's nothing better. Wow. And I feel so good huh. and I feel so full and accomplished. Awesome. But I'll tell you, dude, it's way, out of my comfort zone So what, I definitely yeah. am not like Fuck yeah I'm fucking playing What's up dudes Dudes Like I am fully like Not I am I am quiet And like oh god Yeah yeah Oh god Oh god Here it comes Here it comes the ball like, Yeah yeah Like so That's and so just, cool yeah, it's, So it's, so the yeah. reason
0: you do it Just You like that personal feeling And just pushing Pushing somewhere you haven't been Push
4: Push Get me out of my comfort yeah. zone Keep me Keep me moving Fight old age I, love, uh, I love, I, I, it's gotten me, I mean, we watch ball. We go to ball, like the black heart suite, like there's ball on all the time. We play ball, you know, like we have, I, we bring, we have wiffle ball out. We play, we have games of wiffle ball, like Joni, Joni Wick, wicked pitcher.
0: Oh, like, yeah, she got some so, spin. I
4: mean like, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, oh dude. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Down and away, dude. Oh, I'd love away. to try to um, hit Joan Jett's fork ball down but, and away. dude. I'd love Just it. Fucking um, Well, can't talk shit but, to her this year. Orioles are going to be good. <laughs> Orioles are going to yeah, be better dude, than the Mets. For, so, for, oh
4: dude. Yeah, they look, we thought the Mets good. were going to be great last year. They're looking good. Um, yeah, Mets are going to suck. Yeah, Orioles are going to be it's, good. it's it's rad dude. I just I, I love it. Uh, it's, it's 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 great. You know what? Again it's back to the it's who I'm with where like the Souls we didn't have that camaraderie. We had that we it was soccer. Yeah, right. And, like, even when we would, like, we'd be on tour in Europe and we'd, like, wake up and we'd be, like, we're touring Liverpool today. And, like, it was cool because you're, like, it's, like, don't step on the pitch. And it's, like, (laughs) don't get me wrong. It's super cool. I mean, you know, you're, like, you know, you're, like, wow, there's a statue of Shankly. He's right there. Yeah, but I grew up playing baseball, yeah. Yeah, but I, yeah. And so it's a different situation for me. And it's, like, way just cooler now to go. I mean, I already have. I already have three preseason game tickets. Yes. Right? Like I go I go on the twenty-sixth, the twenty-eighth, and then my brother-in-law comes down and we hit a game Love on it. March 5th. Love it. And he's a Yankee fan, and it's fucking Mets Yankees oh. at Clover Park in St. Lucie. Love it. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, oh. dude, believe me. Right, last he time I, I went I, to man. a
0: spring game, I saw Aaron Judge. So
4: Oh yeah. Yeah. dude, I'll tell Great you stuff. what. The last spring game I went to last year. It, it had every like Scherzer was on the bump. I mean, like you had everybody was like there. I mean, before that, the year before that, the the one of the last games I had, Degrom was on the bump. I mean, you had people like you. Spring training, you get all the dudes. They're there. I mean, they're and they're playing because they need to get in. The, they need all the reps, just like you and I are talking about drummers. Right. They're looking to get in reps, man.
0: Yeah. Well, I think we named your autobiography. <laughs> Michael McDermott, take me out of my comfort zone. Take, Colon, comfort. take me out of my comfort zone. <laughs> Dude, thanks so much for coming on with us. We, we fucking, Dude, thank you so much. Yeah. I'm sorry to be so long-winded. No, it's great. I love talking, man.
3: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.
0: Speaking of pros, we got the Boca Raton Mets' own <laughs> Mike McDermott. I love yes, we do. that you play it low on the baseball team, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. you join. It's not like, hey, guys, I play in a bit. Like, let people figure it out. Let them come to you. That's the way to be in something like yeah. this, you know? I like yeah. that. I like that. Well, he's there to hey. play ball, man. Yeah, he uh, he said he went two for four last Sunday. It's amazing, you know. Nice work, yeah. but uh, that was a a, a fun chat.
1: Yeah, very was.
0: uh illuminating in a lot of ways. Yeah, I think as always, we're looking for the uh, appropriate and meaningful ways to get old in this industry. You know, <laughs> that may be like the, the running theme of this podcast at this point. Um, I love how somehow this is like magically a giant therapy session for me. Always, isn't it?
1: Well, yeah, it is. Yeah, that was that was definitely
0: along those lines. I feel. Listen, you know, this is why we have communication, right? It's the bizarre thing about humans and why we don't do well without each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We need a pack. We need to talk. Need to get things through. Mike's a good guy to sit down, smoke a bowl with, and talk to. Big shout out to Dubs, who was <laughs> his drum tech in Bouncing Souls, the longtime guy who toured with Bouncing Souls. He's the sweetest dude in the world. And literally would pack bowls for McDermott mid-set. That's amazing. <laughs> and just sit behind him with like a magical arm that comes up. With just like a <laughs> packed bowl so he could just rip one in this little section of the song. Uh, and him and our good friend DJ scored, like, the most magical gig ever, which is working for Coldplay. And, you know, it's not like their job is not hard. It sure is, and there's a lot of pressure. But the cool thing about a band like that is, like, hey, we're going to do a show in Buenos Aires. They're not just, like, plopping in and doing a show. Like, they're there for, like, three and a half weeks, Oh, you know, wow. like setting up like crazy right. stuff and setting up the whole thing for a couple shows. So, you know, every time I look at the Instagram and stuff, it's he's in Thailand with little mini monkeys fighting each other <laughs> and on these beautiful like Vietnam River tours and stuff. I'm like, fuck. Nice. I gotta get a job with cold play. You know? <laughs> like that's the move. <laughs> yeah. It's um, another league, isn't it? There's a whole other thing. They showed me when I hung out with them recently. I think it was on their phones. It was almost like, like when you work for them, you have like the Coldplay app. <laughs> and they're like, I was like, oh, so where are you in like the, the work list or whatever? And they're just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And I mean, we're going through like hundreds Gee. of people, yeah. you know? Like these yeah. productions are, are something else, man. Like it's, yeah. it's another, a whole other thing. It's like a roaming... Roaming business. But uh yeah, anyway, that's a non sequitur. But a big shout out to Dubs who uh who was doing that and a big shout out to Soul's crew and all those guys. And I'd love to meet Joan Jett one day. Oh yeah. I always forget, like, I think because of the runaways thing that that she's basically a Long Island person, you know, yeah. she's been out in in the island for proud like of the seventies, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, one of the more notable long-term Long Island residents there are, yeah. you know? Yeah. Big respect. Absolutely. I don't know about you. I'll take a Joan Jett over a Billy Joel. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding oh, yeah. me? And he de- <laughs> oh, you're strong about I. You know, I didn't even know this for a fact, but I just assumed you didn't like Billy Joel. I don't dislike the man
1: what not like
0: when you were I'd growing up
1: some of his oh yeah well of course when i was a kid it was
0: geez. like like billy joel just was pop music on the radio all the time yeah yeah well i guess he was for me too i had uptown girl i had 80s joel yeah i mean yeah at its best it was just top 40 I, you know what the problem with joel was i think i think he reached for it too far you know, uh, it's possible. Like, it's like, it's like he wanted, he's like, look how good I am at piano. Like, look, look how good I am at this. Can like someone notice and take me more seriously than these other people? <laughs> when I think he just really should have leaned into like, I'm the piano man. You know what right. I mean? Like I, if he had a little more of a sense of humor and could see himself for what he was and leaned into it a bit more. I think his his life would have been easier and his career would have been framed a little differently. Yeah, you think, but you, you know I think I'm right I, there.
1: I think that his yeah, I do no, I don't think he would have had the success. I think you can't like the you know his that first song piano man, right? That
0: was his yeah. breakout hit in the 70s. That was the breakout yeah. song, was piano man.
1: And that's a brilliant song and he couldn't continue with that. That was the 70s. People were listening to like it's almost folk music, you know? Yeah. And like, he stayed with the times and did the 80s cheese out like so many other 70s bands. <laughs> right. You
0: who, know? I mean, who survived the 80s without going a little 80s? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Anybody that started in the 70s and made it through the 80s had to, they cheesed out hugely.
0: Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he, that's what he did. And like, he stayed big. <laughs> he would never have stayed that big and he kept true to his roots and put out, artistically more valid music it's that's true. just my it's opinion true.
0: i do love how the 80s got everyone you know <laughs> like you listen to like 80s queen yeah. 80s pink floyd yeah 80s Stones. uh yeah 80 even like 80s bob dylan yeah like the most yeah. legit like what is deemed the most legitimate artist ever that time and the new technology—it got its yeah. hooks into everyone a little bit at that time. Can resist. Yeah, it's fun to listen to to like hear the arcs during that time. All right, this is a very going off track outro.
1: Yeah, and it's a long <laughs> show, so long let's show. get out of here. Let's wrap it up, B. Yeah. So, uh, socials will be on our socials, but uh, McDermott. Underscore thirteen is uh Mike's Instagram. Of course, Bouncing Souls NJ everywhere you get everything else. And Joan Jet, she was there in time to get Joan Jett. So
0: Oh yeah. And the kilograms. We, we we didn't mention Oh it. yeah, we to, gotta push that I meant don't we that's I meant that's gonna to mention be, the kilograms in the intro. That's I an exciting Yeah, project. it is. We just wanna, we just I failed by not talking about that in the intro. <laughs> that's a pretty major fail yeah all right we'll get to it all right we'll do do it in the post (laughs) (laughs) all right well brad i hope you have a great week i hope everyone out there has a great week everybody love everybody yeah and uh we'll talk again soon